Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This episode of An Unexpected Podcast is brought to you by the Donovan family of Evergreen Park, Illinois. Enjoy. Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to an unexpected podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, and a little village called Amanda. Yeah, and I got a big uh, disclaimer for everybody. Uh, we are film uh, filming, recording <laughs> this. Where are the cameras? God, I hope we're not Where filming are they? this. Um, <laughs> out the gate. It's Friday the 13th. Yeah. Right? I know. And so that's a little spooky. It is spooky. You know? It, as spooky as that in, that new intro, you think we freaked some people out? I think we did. Sorry about that. We had to get it got a little weird. Yeah, but isn't that Lane played that for me and I was like, "This is unreal." He's heard this the is... banjo start and he was like, "What is what? this going to be?" And then he heard the word Amanda and I was like, "As that's about Amanda." Yeah, that song is about Amanda, Ohio, which you guys know as Shire of America, right? Right. If so, there's one thing you learn. That's it. Podcast. That is the most important That's part of the show. All you need to know. That's it. The podcast is after that. There's nothing else. Right. So, yeah. all right. Well, all right. We'll see you. Uh, <laughs> okay. We're done. The podcast is over. That's good. Okay. A uh, couple of things here. We're, we're going to jump into quick counsel. Um, Let's get into it. And we got a couple of things to talk about. It's a, it's a uh, sort of also a show update, I think, too. Some yes. things we want to kind of talk about and update. But first of all, before we do all of that, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing awesome. Are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm having a good time being with you. Like all, when I have time with you, everything else just kind of melts away, man. Yeah. You come here, and I feel like I, I see you know Gandalf's wagon coming through the cutting, <laughs> yes. and you just show up when you show up. You're never, uh, never early or late. Right. You're always right on. You know, right. We're precisely when you mean to be. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we had some. We had a good night tonight. We had some healthy, a healthy alternative to China buffet. Right. It was not the windows. Were those windows crystal clear? They were. We also got shorted on the steak, though. Yeah. The hibachi. So we went hibachi. We got the short end of the steak. Yeah. But, wow. 
<laughs> that was funny. Pretty good, right? Yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, we got some hibachi, a little hibachi to go place in Lancaster. So that was pretty delicious. Good way to start yeah. off our. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm good, man. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm really. We were talking before how we're kind of in a fog. Mm-hmm. You and I both came in tonight. Just we needed to talk to each other. Work's been crazy. Just, yeah. yeah, work's been crazy. Rugby's in full swing. You know, life's just nuts. You're on thirty thousand right. podcasts. Not to do any plugs. Well, but no, <clears throat> please don't. Life's busy. <laughs> yeah, life's busy. Hey, here's something that's uh, kind of interesting for everyone who's uh, listening. If you've been listening before and you've been on the uh, Facebook, you know, page or the group, um, I'm podcasting with like a different person tonight. Like literally the 13 year old version of like he has shaved his beard. And I'm telling you guys, like to me, it's actually not that weird. But everyone like that, all of my other friends who know Lane, they're like, whoa, you know, it's just like weird because they knew me in high school. I know. But should that be a normal thing? They didn't know you like I knew. Like we were a lot closer. I saw you a lot more, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so when you came back into their life, like in social media, it was all bearded. It was all beard. And I so. used to, so I usually do one shave a year just to kind of let it air out. Yeah. Get the skin, let, let, let the face breathe a little bit. Right. And then it just comes back and I just keep it because I, I enjoy having a beard. It's fun. Yeah. But um, so the reason I shaved this time was because my wife, uh, her class was a little mm-hmm. meh out of sorts when she was on maternity leave. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I was trying to think of ways I could help. I'm like, what if we, what if we did something crazy? I was like, what if they earn 500 dojo points, class dojo points, that, that you could shave me in class? She's yep. like, all right, let's see if they would be interested. They were. <laughs> they course. earned 500 points. Yeah. And she she shaved me in class, as weird as that sounds. And the kids loved it. They were cracking up. They're like, bet. oh, my gosh. Like, most of them looked at me like, who? Do you th- see, the thing is, if they wouldn't have, if you wouldn't have done that in front of them, yeah. do you think they would have, like... No, they wouldn't. Right? I mean, because I walked... I, I uh, you know, kids know me because I'm in so many different build, sure. uh, uh, classrooms and throughout the building. Right. And I had kids come up to me and they're like, who are you? And they were dead serious. <laughs> and then I would t- start talking and they got even more confused. They were mm-hmm. like, uh, wait, you kind of sound like this guy, Mr. Smith. Yeah. You, but, I was but, like, but oh, you look 13. I'm just, and they're calling me t- they, in the hallway now. They go, hi, teenager. Oh, hi, okay. teenager. Hi, Mr. Teenager. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, my God. How long is this going to last? So I'm trying to grow it back quickly. Baby, baby face McGee over here. Baby face McGee. Oh God, <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. Anyways, that's cool. That was actually I saw that on Facebook and I was like, ah, that's kind of cool. You know? Yeah. Wow. Jeez. There's Lane again. You What's gave up? me the least reaction of anyone. It was great because most of the people I, only <clears throat> most of my friends only know me as like having that and and you were just like, hey man, what's re- going on? Yeah, it was well, good. I, it felt kind of now. Nice. Here's a question for you. So the kids were a little whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how was Winnie? Like with dude, the whole, when, and that was the biggest thing. People were like, "Oh, she, she's gonna cry. She's right. gonna freak out." Nothing. Nothing. I went. It's all smell. I think with babies, and I think my voice too. Yep. But I didn't even talk. I, I went up. She was laying down, and I, I was after work, so I, I came in and I got right over top of her. I said, yeah. I just smiled at her, and she just looked at me and smiled right back. Yeah. Nothing. I was like, I love you. Yeah. You're the best. She knows. Yes, she she's does. an angel. She's a, awesome. she is an angel. And you had your first hold today. You got to hold her for the first time. I get really nervous. Um, As I was like, oh, do I, how do I do this? Where do I put this hand? (laughs) Sarah's like, you're fine. Just don't drop her. He goes, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) I'm going down. Then then after that, you held her for like 20 seconds. And he comes to me and he goes, how do you hold her like that all the time, man? Well, not like, not like the holding part. It's awkward. Which way do I hold her? With her back on me or like her stomach? 
you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So, cause you know, when you handed her to me, she was like facing me. So I was mm-hmm. like, what mm-hmm. do I do here? <laughs> like, hand it to me backwards. And you have a niece. I know. And That's it the crazy thing. The, the, it, was, it was, I was like, it, I, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> because like the way I handle her now is mm. so much evolved, right? And so oh, yeah. different. Well, it's different. So, She's like a little booger now. Yeah. 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 Awesome. yeah, exactly. So anyways. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, um, some show updates, I guess. We do have some show news. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> like, like, you know, fate would allow. Uh, when our last... When our last podcast, podcast, oh my gosh. When our last yeah, episode sure. came out, um, like the next day or the day before, a bunch of show news broke. Yeah. So, um, and honestly, I don't know how much I want to buy into this. It's it's kind of interesting. We had a lot of you on the Facebook group, though, post links and stuff. So a lot of it's there. I'm not going to go into too much depth about it because we want to we want to really focus on the reread this week. Um, we'll get there though. I mean, yeah, we will. We will. The, I, I'm, yes, I'm not. Um, we I'm not, we packed this episode. Though. Yes, we've got a lot in this, and so yes, uh, especially coming off of the you know in the house of Tom Bombadil, there's yeah. just so much more to talk about. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're just gonna kind of we'll we'll go over it briefly, and we'll, maybe we'll just kind of uh, um, get more of Ez's thoughts because I've shared a little bit. So um, the the new rumors that are out now is that uh, WB. Um, Warner Brothers is going to be involved to ensure visual continuity with the films. So they want the show, I guess, to have a to very, yeah, a very similar feel and look to the films. So are they hitting up Tammy? I mean, one would believe, right? Right. If and especially if they're thinking heavy prosthetics. I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, I would. That would lead me to think that there's going to be a lot of the same production. Weta well, will be involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You'll have, I mean, why would you not have the same stunt people? Uh, are you going right. to film it in New Zealand? I mean, if you're going to do anything yeah. with the Shire, you're going to have to go back to Matamata. You're going to have to. Yeah. If you want to look the same. So WB's involvement there. Okay. And then, so it's kind of like a three-point thing that we can discuss all at once. I'll, I'll lay them all out. Sure. Uh, Peter Jackson is being rumored to be involved somehow. Okay. Whether that's, it's not really detailed how, whether that will be as a supervisor, a producer, uh, maybe he'll guest direct. Not really sure how that'll pan out or, or in what capacity he'll be there. Mm-hmm. And then sort of um, one of the articles that um, one, of our, one of our friends, one of our uppers shared on the group is that it might focus around an Aragorn origin story as the focus. Wow. So you tell me what you think. Sure. I could tell you what I think, but it's not going to be very entertaining. Well, yeah. And like I said, we're going to, as we get closer and closer, um, we're going to do a couple special episodes and, mm-hmm. and by the way, there's a poll out. We're, we're thinking about doing yes. uh, a weekly um, show. Weekly so shows. please let us know if you'd like us to do yeah. that. I think yeses might, are winning. Yeah. Yeses are winning right now. So yeah. uh, I, I'm in favor of doing it. So, yeah. um, and we kind of want to build that up. Uh, do we want to say when we wanted to trial that we we're going to do like a trial run. You want to keep that secret? Mm-hmm. Keep it this? secret. Keep it safe. Well, we can see what people think first. If, okay. if people are cool. really against it, then I, I don't want to sure. change things. Sure. But, um, I think we would love to get more out there and we, there's just so much more, especially as we get closer, man, mm-hmm. with the I show know. news and stuff, I there's going to be more. So we want that opportunity to get the, the reread. Okay. Um, let me, let me leave there. with the negative then. Okay. Sure. I, <laughs> I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. I love the movies. Sure. Right. Love them. Yeah, absolutely. They're my favorite movies of all time. Right. But I'm really again, like to my own surprise, I'm very open to a whole new different, uh, direction. 
So to tie in all of these elements from the trilogy and from um, The Hobbit, I feel really conflicted. Yeah. I don't know if I, it's not really, I was excited because I felt like it was going to be something new, right? Something different, something maybe that, uh, is just as good, but in, um, a different perspective kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so with this, I'm thinking, okay, well, and, and you're talking about Aragorn's biggest fan, bro. Yeah, I know. You're I'm right. obsessed with yep. Aragorn. I, I will, no joke. If I'm, if I'm presented with a, um, a difficult situation, I go, man, WWAD. Yeah. What would Aragorn do? And if I sit and think. Like my my teenage years were guided by the principles of I Aragorn. I know they were. I yeah, know. Absolutely. And you hashtagged it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And I would say, what would Aragorn do right now? Yeah. What would he choose? He'd always fight for good. And yeah. I'd try to base my decisions on that. Yeah. I don't want an Aragorn origin story. I don't want that to be the initial show idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Later down the line, cool, that's fine. But I don't I don't want that. Yeah, I know who Aragorn is. Viggo Mortensen did. I mean, dude. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's the greatest performance of all time, in my opinion. His performance is Aragorn. Nothing will ever, ever beat that. And not that I don't want to see someone else take on that role. That's fine. I don't want it to be the focus for a show. And then WB's involvement. That's cool. New line and all that stuff. Like making it look the same. That's cool. But I kind of wanted to see a different interpretation. So that's also kind of conflicting. And then Peter Jackson being involved is is awesome. But I just don't want it to be like a. I want. I also kind of want PJ to be able to do something else. Mm-hmm. I feel like all he's he 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 did Lord of the Rings to do movies he wanted to do, and he's just kind of kind of gotten like sucked into yep. Middle Earth, right? And I don't know if he really wants to be there, and nor should he be. I mean, like he might want someone else to take the reins. He tried doing that with Guillermo del Toro. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was the April Fool's joke we got had on too. <laughs> he is not involved, right? Yeah. That's great. We were actually excited about that, but um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm mixed. I, I of course will love it and support it. Um. It's not news I was hoping to hear. So that's why I sound a little whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I hear um, you. I hear you. Uh, yeah. now, now, see. You the, give it to me. Come on. What do you want? Honestly, man, <clears throat> it could be all of this could be very unexpected. I know. that it, we, we could end up loving that origin story. I know. I know. And that's, You're right. You know, but, but here's the thing. I'm, I'm kind of with you. This is, that is not what I thought. No. Yeah. Uh, was going is it to what be... you were hoping for? No, I wasn't no. hoping for that. Right? Uh-uh. Um, I don't even really know what I'm hoping for, to be quite frank. Well, maybe that's part of the problem too. Yeah, maybe I don't know what I want. There you go. Right. <laughs> right. And so maybe this is exactly what I need. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but but my thing with that is is would it not? And 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 you listeners, people in our group will know more uh, than I. But wouldn't that involve a lot of the, uh, you know, um, some of the old cast members? In his story, I mean, in his origin story, a little bit, not if, a lot. Well, but I if, guess if they work it the way Peter Jackson did with The Hobbit, where he worked on a lot of the trilogy people who weren't really, I mean, like he brought like Orlando far, Bloom back. Yeah, like how far back are we going? You know what I mean? Is my I question. mean, he's he's eighty seven when they do yeah. Lord of the Rings, so yeah, not in in the terms of a of an elf's <laughs> lifespan, not that yeah. long, right? Right. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I you, you have to have Hugo Weaving as as Elrond. That's uh, those those are the kind of things you I was to, thinking about. No, no, yeah. they could re. Do all of that, right? But it would, Liv Tyler would have to be. But to Arwen. me, but see that. See you. Yeah. So what you're saying right now, mm-hmm. to me, is the reason why I don't think I think anything that's too close to that, unless you're just going to really reinterpret it, like you have said. Yeah. If you want to just go at this and reinterpret it and yep. go at, give us a TV show and really 
just go deep. Yep. You know, um, versus broad strokes, go deep, mind right. the depths. Right. That's something fine. Recast everybody and have at it if you want to. Okay. But if not, I mean, then we're going to move away from this a little bit. And so we don't have Preach it. Gandalf showing up or, yeah. or if he does, show, he's rumored, he, we, he, we hear about him, but do we really need to see him? I don't right. know. I mean, and well, that's the thing too. And I Maybe, love Gandalf. I know. So. I know. We are, we are talking about our favorite characters and saying we don't necessarily need them. That's huge. Yeah. That's a lot of comfort and trust in the greater universe that Tolkien has created, right? Okay. That we can be like, I mean, dude, because any, any other, if it's like, I don't know, I, I don't know other fandoms, but it seems like most other fandoms like, oh, I gotta have Aragorn. If I'm Aragorn, I'm not watching. I'm not watching. Yeah. Or I need Gandalf. Gandalf, turn it on. I don't care. I don't give a damn. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and I'm sure there's that in Middle Earth as well. Right. But I'm thinking like, I, I've had the best sampling of aragorn it can be something else i don't care right um and i I think maybe the reason it's so i'm so like mixed emotions or just kind of eh, whatever is it's not what we least expected and it's not what we most expected it's just kind of in the middle yeah it's like it's not like um it's not like a reboot of the lord of the rings Mm -hmm. and an exploration of the, the the turning the book into a show and it's not like the second age yeah, or sure. the origin story, the sure, really sure. or whatever. It's just kind of Aragorn story. I actually kind of thought that's what they were going to do: is go origin story with not um, it, with second age or first age. And, yeah. and hear me out. Yeah, it would draw a lot of attention to those books. It would, and you know, people would dive into them more. And 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 honestly, uh, I think you and I would. You know, we start here where we're comfortable and where we love, where we fall, where we fell where in we love. Fell in love. You know? that's right. Um. And so, you know, yeah, do sometimes things that come up in this chapter take us back to those stories, and that's fine, that's cool. But uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if that's just what they're going to do. So we'll get we'll get more news on that. Let's um, let's talk about though what I think you had a, a couple uh, a couple of, uh, fellows in your rugby club that uh, had some thoughts they want to share. Yes, I do. Right? So um, yeah, rugby season up and is in uh, full swing. And uh, we've got some downtime in between matches. So I actually talked to some of my buddies and just kind of asked them where we're on side tangents. We're talking about, you know, yeah. our our passions and stuff. And I said, what do you guys think about, um, you know, the Lord of the Rings TV show? What do you want? What do you like? So I did record this on my phone. So there's a little bit of an intro. but We can play it and then we can just kind of have it out. Yeah. There. And we, we've cool? never really done anything like this. So if we jack it up. Sorry, guys. <sighs> Hopefully we don't jack it up. <laughs> so this first one is Rocco and Dave. I'll just go ahead and let it play. Sweet. All right. I'm here with Rocco, Dulin, Donato, <laughs> and my man, Dave Cochran. We are on a tangent conversation in the car, and we're going to talk. I, I, we've been talking about Lord of the Rings. We've been talking about Star Wars. We've been going crazy. I wanted to bring up the topic of the ever-controversial Lord of the Rings Amazon series that's coming out. I just want to know, guys... I want to know what you what you would want out of a Lord of the Rings TV show. If, if you know that there's a Lord of the Rings TV show coming out, what do you want? Do you want a re- reboot of the movies? Do you want a gap filled in between The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings? Or do you want something totally different that we've never seen before? It doesn't even have to, you don't even have to know what you want if it's different. You just have to say, I want something different. So whoever's ready to go first, let's just hear it. Let's hear it. I mean, I feel like... If they're going to do something, and I feel like it's going to be very Game of Thrones-esque, where it's going to be like, you're starting right in the middle of a story, and then they're going to start bringing it into where 
these things happen before. So I feel like you really want to start with the Silmarillion. I just feel like you should start from the beginning and work your way through it. Don't do all these like knockoffs. Just keep going. Just like make a million seasons. Like it in The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead has no no plans on ending. And I would just love to see that with a show where it just starts from the beginning and then it ends. I like that. And it would like even if it takes twenty years for the show to end, like I like that. I, I would like that a lot. You get enough board rings. Great thoughts, Rocco Dave. Um, it could be, it could be, it could be a reboot of the movies. I mean, you think the movies would do better in a TV show format? I don't. He's being very careful with his words here. Yeah, I, know. I wish you guys well, could see his eyes. He's, well, let me ask, have you seen the extended versions of all the movies? No. Okay, so I feel like the extended versions of the movie does a lot better of a job explaining absolutely what the movies are all about. Those stories can only get longer, and it, it makes the longer they are, the better. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I feel like that's why I feel like you need to watch the extended movie. That's why I don't feel like they necessarily need to do a whole reboot. See, and here's where I'm kind of weird. The initial thought was, I was like, please don't redo the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. But after you read the books, you get into the books, and you see all the stuff that got cut out because the movies had to be a certain length. I don't know, man. I, I think I think it would be kind of cool to see to see a new Gandalf, to see a new Aragorn, to see to see the old forest and all this extra stuff that we could go in and explore that could be, if you do seven seasons and there's six episodes a season that are each an hour and a half long, you do the math, how many hours is that in Middle Earth? That's a lot of time. That is a lot of time. I, just, I was just, I was buying time for you to be able to share what you want. I, I just hope they keep it on the grand scale like they did the movies. Okay. So like, you know, we, we don't get one character that we're following all the time and there's just two little episodes where yeah, this happens and that happens. I want them to keep it on a grand scale because that's what makes that's what makes it awesome. The great big fights, you know, these great big unattainable odds that they're fighting against. Like and that's what makes the movies and the stories so incredibly good. Is there's all these different moving pieces. If you get on, you know, if, if we're just following some little shit in the Shire, I'm, I'm gonna lose interest. <laughs> I am. I'm gonna lose interest, right? I'm going to lose interest okay, yeah. within, you know, a season. Sure. Like, I'm, I'm going to lose interest. You want you want the diversity of the world to be amplified. Yes. And, and, yeah, keep yeah. it on. Now, like I said, I've never read the books, so I, I don't even know how it is, but I know that okay. I know that the Silmarillion is the beginning of time, and I just feel like that's super badass. I feel like, story. I yeah. feel like that's where it should start, That and that just, like, I feel like that would just... Wow, sweet. That's a little of our conversation. That's kind of what we talk about uh, when we're not playing rugby. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. That was, yeah. on, that was on your trip up to your, rock, your rugby meet. It's actually on the way back. Okay. We're on the cool. way back. We're driving from cool. Toledo. So three hours in the car, and we, we got to Middle Earth. So I thought I thought Rocco and, and uh, Dave both brought up some really interesting things. Rocco says he wants an origin story. He said he wants something that starts from the beginning and goes all the way through. Uh, instead of doing spinoff stuff, that's, that's a valid point that a... a, a a viewer and a fan has and then dave brought up something interesting that i thought too dave would not be a fan of my idea of a shire drama no he would not he would he, not like that he was not interested in that at all so he wants it to be grand and i think most people i think i think uh that, that's probably a, a pretty um 
unpopular view that I have. So I think that was cool that he brought that up, you know, yeah. wants it to be diverse, wants it to be epic and big. And of course, that's what we want out of Lord of the Rings. So Absolutely. That's that's actually, really, yeah, that that's, was really cool and worth sharing. I got one more. Uh, you want to do that real quick? Yeah, sure. Is yep. that okay? We've got Ryan talking here. And I'll let Ryan go ahead and, and take it. Wow, you want to repeat that? All right, man, I'll see you soon. Wow, I think you need to talk right in there, sir. Say that again. Go ahead. Lane, put your pants back on. Wow, that's that's getting cut. So, Ryan, in a, uh, in a Lord of the Rings television series that Amazon is going to be producing, what would, yeah. you, what would be, this is what I asked Dave and Rocco, yeah. I, what do you want? I'm always a fan of the see how they cast the different characters. Okay. I've always been a fan of Okay. So you want, do you want, here's, so here's a question. Some of the actors who played them in the movies are being questioned on whether they would return and some of them are down no. for it. You want, you want fresh cast. Even if it's, even if they're characters we've seen before. What do you mean by that? Like Gandalf. You want, you don't want Ian McKellen playing Gandalf. I mean, Gandalf. Ian McKellen would be great, but, uh. You want someone if, fresh. I think, yeah, I think, okay. I, I like think that. it needs to be fresh. It I needs like to that. be a fresh enough thing. Story-wise, what do you want? See, that's where we get into. That's fine. So I mean, well, okay. So here's what I would ask: Do you want something that has is tied to what we've already done, or do you want something totally different? Maybe something from like the origins of Middle Earth, or okay, it maybe maybe go back to uh, sort of creation of Sauron and stuff like that. Ooh, you know, second age stuff. Okay, yeah. okay. We had that. We talked about it'd be cool to see Sauron at his height, yep. just kicking butt and yeah. taking names. And the whole I mean, with the power of the rings. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, Trying to think, I played Shadowborn. Yes, yeah, Very good. yeah. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's a good story too. Yeah, yeah. So getting to know that. So it wouldn't even have to be tied to yeah. the literature. You're cool if they take liberties, yeah. do some different stuff. Sweet, yeah, yeah that's actually really cool. Some good stuff from Ryan too. So. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. Okay, that's that's really cool stuff. That's um, and and also you see a variety there. Yes, of and that's that's kind of what we wanted to show was a scope of you know from Ryan's admittedly more of a casual fan watches the movies. Uh, Rocco knows some of the background, uh, more of a fan of, even though he hasn't read the books, he has, uh, you know, done some research and then Dave's also kind of, kind of on the, more of the movie side. Right. Um, yeah. And so this is also a kind of a taste of, we want to incorporate more of your voices too, as we have that, uh, yeah, we got the number. Yes. Right? So we'd actually love if you guys would give us a call at, um, it's uh, we have a new number. It's just a, it's a Google uh, voice number. So you can call it anytime. You're not going to wake us up or anything. So, uh, <laughs> And you can call that. It's uh, 740-422-9395. And there's a cap on that. You can leave a voicemail up to like three minutes long. But um, if you have like a question or something you want to ask or just, you know, thoughts on the show or thoughts on the chapter, um, I think for our patrons, we've also thrown out the idea that if you want to actually type up and then read uh, in the voicemail, get your voice on here. Do like the, yeah, the uh, summary, the recap right. or the summary. The recap, yeah, yep. either one. Yep. Um, so that's been, yeah, kind of cool. Pretty cool. cool I, and I, it's it's cool hearing your voices on here, your opinions exactly as you as you tell them to. Yeah. And that's also like we were talking about. We want to get your stories that you've shared in your voice to make Bywater Post episodes. So there you go. That's that's what it can be. Yeah, it can be pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, for now, just like the, the just short little summaries, recap summary, etc., questions, yeah. things like that. So yeah, yeah. a lot of fun. So, awesome. awesome, cool, awesome, awesome, man. All right, uh, on to our biopic. Yeah, um, no, no new news. It's still in post production. We'll keep one eye on it. Okay, ready for it to come out. I don't know why it's taking so long. It's a <laughs> yeah. biopic. Yeah, they must have some pretty heavy duty World War One 
sound effects and visual yeah. effects and oh yeah i'm sure props yeah, it's it's a big deal it's gonna be a big production Let's just get it out here all right awesome oh uh this is cool in other corners of the middle earth here we have uh, uh thank you guys for the support on the on the facebook uh, group it's kind of um, flying off the shelves man yeah i love it i love it's it i'm crazy i went to go look for a post and i'm like holy crap. i can't keep up honestly well i love it because you can just get it's in there great. and dabble i can see conversations that have been happening mm-hmm. all day long mm-hmm. and they weren't dependent upon you know it's just it's all you guys and it's yeah and the thoughts on there man i mean like you guys have no idea it, it affects what we do when we're doing our reread like we start oh, yeah. to think about things differently we start to you know um i've read your thread and so now when i'm i'm reading the chapter i'm like let me think here for a second I, I rethink things based upon stuff that i read in the mm-hmm. uh, the group chat so cool stuff there so yeah it's awesome i mean that's that's the cool thing too is the page is something that we can kind of run and then the group is something we can just kind of be entertained by it's amazing. We can pop in and see your stuff, and yeah, absolutely, it's, it's great. Well, and, and you know, as often I think you've got uh, Christopher Michael and a couple other guys in there who are like leading us in some threads and stuff. Yeah. So whoever wants to, yeah, to do that, man, tell you, we, we love you guys for that. So, great. so thanks so much. Yes, and also you. never forget, it's a safe place just to talk. You know, um, as much Tolkien as you want. Um, anything else too? If there's things going on in your life or whatever, you want to throw some stuff out there. You need some extra love and support. We got you. That's okay? right. That's right. We're a community. We're here for each other to take care of each other and. Yeah. So make life better. Make the road easier. Come on now. Come right? on now. Yep. Now we got some are you pulling up the uh I am pulling it up right now. I didn't have, hey, I didn't have it up. That's fine. It's cool. That's what she You said. wrote it in the script. So <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> uh now we got some poll results actually. Oh. And I kinda almost remember these. You get the old Tom Bombadil versus uh yes. versus Sauron. Saying, you know, if if uh I don't know if if, if Sauron came after Tom, if you know, mm-hmm. Goldberry's honor was on the line. Right. We did have a great Sorry, my my God. phone is getting so old, man. I got to get a new phone. It's me, ridiculous. That's cool. Hey, you mean to pull it up? It'll I mean, take me another ten minutes. I'll, I'll be good though. I mean, I'll tell you the results. You want to buy some time? Sing a song or something. I'll tell you the uh, old Tom Bombadil. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> just get, that's, that's give the people to. what they want. No, but you know, um, those are fun. And I know before you even pull up the results, mm-hmm. I'm sure that Tom wins that fight. Forty nine so votes. Tom Bombadil got. 80%. Okay. The Dark Lord Sauron, 20 Now, what a joke. He's I, a voted, joke. I voted for Sauron. You voted for Tom. We were split. Of course I did. Of course we were I split did. again here. Yeah. Some so. excellent comments on it, too. Well, we'll talk about um, why Tom won that poll, too. So. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. Yeah. One of my favorite um, comments, though, is from Tish Munson. She said, Goldberry knows what she's about. She's the river's daughter. The land conforms to water. Water cleanses, and it destroys. She has no hesitation defending herself. <laughs> Let's go. And I felt like kind of a, a moron for even posting that. I was you like, are, uh, of course. Yeah. Tom, she doesn't need time to fight for her. She's, no. she is the river daughter. So yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. Yes. Sometimes you get it. Yes. I know. Good. You know. Different perspective. I yeah. think like a man cause I am a man. <laughs> I can't myself. I'm <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> sorry. Oh, I know it's just ridiculous, but That's yeah, cool. this, this book and these stories are filled with such strong women. And that needs to be acknowledged. It does. Preach a little. Okay. Idiot. Now, we're going to save something. We had on the script that we're going to do some some of our... Um, do we want to save that or not? What? The, do I need to highlight it on the, on the daggone outline for crying <laughs> many sakes? It's a Google Shared Doc. Are we not reason. thinking the same thing? The mini epics. Guys, the mini epics are in. We will give you this little taste. So I posted you know, that we made the order, and a lot of you commented on the 
page on, uh, I said, you know, who do we, who do you think we ordered? And Hannah Kildo Estes is the one who nailed it. She said, uh, she said, Ez had to have gotten Gandalf. Lane had to have gotten Aragorn. Yeah. That's who we have. I'm actually, they're actually right over Ez's left or his right shoulder up uh-huh. on my mantle, and they're just sitting there waiting. We haven't even taken them out of the box yet. So what we're going to yeah. do for a Patreon episode is we're going to do a, Ez thinks this is just a straight-up yawn factory. I think it's pretty good. We're going to do a podcast unboxing of the, of the many epics. I love you. So we're going to take You're them out ridiculous. of the box. We're going to give you a review. I mean, if you go on, YouTube is 90% unboxing videos. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. You're I right. think I heard an amen out there. Yeah. And so I thought, why not do a an audio version of an unboxing? Is it weird? Can you see it? Guys, I will be describing the yes, texture it's weird. of no, this box. Can, then that's the point. We're to gonna it, it'll test our our. Uh, oh, we'll be using. Wow, now I can't even talk. Um, we'll, we'll be using imagery. Oh yes, yeah. there you go. Okay, it'll test our real our podcasting skills. Honestly, it can really you envision will. what we're talking about. I don't know. Right. So, <laughs> all right, all but right. they're beautiful. And if you're thinking about buying one, go ahead and do it. Unless your favorite character hasn't come out yet. I don't know how many they're making, but I'm, I'm guessing we'll get the rest of the Hobbits. I'm guessing we'll get a Gandalf the White because Gandalf the Gray is labeled as such. Um, I mean, as what do you sure. think? They're gorgeous, aren't they're they? They're gorgeous. They are. Yeah. And I'm excited to get into them. And actually, I think it will be fun just to kind of, uh, you know, get them out, see what they feel like, yeah. you know. And the, the cool thing, too, from the pictures anyway, is they're dynamic from every side. Like mm-hmm. a lot of those figurines, you set them up forwards. Mm-hmm. You don't really spin them around to get other angles. These things, from the pictures anyway, like you turn it, and and every every angle you turn it, it's something different. Like almost every degree, it changes. Nice. It's, they're very dynamic and flowing, yeah. and and uh, there's a lot going on. So that's yeah. awesome. That's cool. awesome. Yeah, we'll do that. All right, cool beans. So uh, we are there. We're ready. Only been going for about forty five minutes, right? Yeah. You know, sorry it's about that. Um, so we do. We're, it's it's a jam packed episode. Uh, they keep get, this is why we're going to that weekly format. I tell you right now, because uh, we get so many comments and stuff that we want to talk we about, and, gets, and we can't even share it all, guys. It I mean, that's, up. that's the problem. Is if we shared everything that you guys uh, sent our way, there'd be five hour episodes. I'm down. I'm I mean, down. I am, I am too. It's just I, um, let's just do. That's why we want to do the Bywater Post stuff too, and and maybe even maybe even come with another some other kind of show format where it's just like if people want to call in, like you said, call in and leave anything, something random, just conversation starters. I don't respond. Respond. I got you. All right. Let's dive into this reread though. Do it. You know, cause this is, this is actually, we've gotten to see, um, my good man, Tom Bombadil for the past two chapters. He's been there. He's made an appearance. Okay. Tom. And so we're, we're there. We're, we're still at his house Mm -hmm. when we last left off. Right. Uh, we were disoriented in the forest. Yeah, we had some dreams. Um, we, you know, uh, we put the a ring lot on. Of singing. There was a lot of singing. Yeah, ring didn't bother Tom. Right. Um, some crazy stuff happened. Right. So now, what's interesting going into this chapter is the difference in the night sleep that they got. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. their nights were so troubled in this last. Not troubled, yes. but they had dreams and prophetic dreams, what have you, and very different sleep that they got at the end of this chapter. Um, so, but in recap, we wanted to kind of talk about some of the comments that we had in our Facebook group, um, some of the things that you guys had followed up to um, in regards to who is Tom Bombadil, okay? Mm-hmm. And we got some interesting uh, responses, and I think I'll go to those on Facebook, and then we'll talk about 
uh, an email that we got on Goldberry. Um, yes. So uh, I think Christopher Michael kind of mentioned uh, a couple of things here. He says uh, two things. I wonder for years if 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 Tolkien has included uh, Bombadil and Goldberry in order to um, kind of subtly weave in some bragging uh, on Edith, mm-hmm. right? Which I thought Edith was kind of neat. Yep. Uh, passionately in love with her, uh, and all accounts indicate she felt much the same about him. It feels like um, this section was almost entirely about uh, Edith via the character of Goldberry. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, I thought it was. I had never thought of it in that in that uh, in that perspective, and it makes total sense. I mean, mm-hmm. Tolkien is someone who was obsessed with his wife, and in, in the best possible way. And um, you know, um, the tale of Baron and Luthien is about yeah. he and her love, and so it would make sense that yeah, that um, Tom is is like John, and uh, Goldberry is is like Edith. You know, everything he did was to honor and and. Um, I don't know, just marvel in her beauty kind of mm-hmm. a thing. And I thought it was a great point. Very, very interesting. Something I had never thought of. And yeah, it's spot on, man. It is. It's, really, it's, it's cool. And when I initially posted the <clears throat> the idea of just having people kind of throw out some thoughts on who they thought Tom was, uh, one of the things I mentioned was that perhaps this is a, a you know, mm-hmm. self-insertion. I love, love of, this. I love this idea. Right. I thought, you know, mm-hmm. John has put himself in here and this is, you know, he, he talks to trees. Yep. That's what he does. Yep. He talks to trees. Uh, he liked yeah. to be in the woods, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's the, there's is, a famous story where he would go, and we talked about this all the time. He would yeah. go, and he would sit down, and he had favorite trees that he would sit and talk to. Mm-hmm. This dude would talk to trees. Right, right. Have conversations with them. I mean, he believed in, he believed that trees were were as much living and as part of this world as, as we are. And um, I think it's kind of sad that we, you know, that that's something that we would never even yeah. Most people wouldn't even think about now, and and uh, he was right on to something there for sure. So I thought that 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 connection you made was brilliant. I've never thought of it. Um, it makes total sense. Uh, yeah, is is Tolkien a little bit Bombadil? Is he the master of the ring? I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've, I want to get into <laughs> over all. the ring. I should say I want to get not of over. <laughs> it, there's there's so much to talk about. There's but so I, much to talk about. I want to I, I want to mention a couple more uh, uh, comments here, just in regards to you know who people thought that perhaps he was, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of the things you know Michael Upshaw, um, and um, he's Eddie Nigma, isn't he? Huh? Isn't he Eddie Nigma? Yeah, Enigma. What do you mean? <laughs> Batman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We Sorry. don't know who he is. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there's this idea that he could be a Maiar. He could be uh, one of one of the Valar. He could be, you know, I threw out the idea that maybe he's, um, you know, Eru Iluvatar. You know, and that perhaps. And I think he, I said God at some point. I think you did. I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> so, a Hobbit. I call it like it is. Right. <laughs> Master. Master. <laughs> right. Saying prayers. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. So 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 stay tuned on that because yeah. we found some things in this chapter too that we'd like to. Uh, bring forward as right. e- as evidence, maybe, or just so people kind of pointed out he was like fa- he was bound by the old forest, right? That was something sure. that he's bound sure. to a region, I guess. Maybe yeah. not the old forest, but he's bound to a region. He has boundaries, um, and all, all stuff that that I didn't know that was that was interesting to hear and read. Yeah, um, but also I keep coming to the back to this, fa- and and even some maybe some stuff that Tolkien uh, himself said. But there's just a lot of stuff that's interesting that. Um, I don't know. I, 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 there is no, whatever you think about Tom Bombadil, whatever you want to think he is, it's safe here. We want you to know you're safe in this 
book club, you're safe yeah. as an upper, you're safe in this group. There is no wrong answer. No, I think there's that's no the wrong point. answer. Isn't that, isn't that why yeah. he? Isn't that why he sort of? Um, and maybe know, that's why he's so controversial. As sure, it's because there is no right or wrong answer. Right, yeah? and, and uh, you know, so it, yeah. Anyways, we had a really good conversation in the car, just sort of about you know um, what was his intent, and and did he get bothered? And and you know, later years, people asking him about this, like guys, it's right. just a, it's just a story. It's just right. you know, it's meant to be ambiguous. It's meant to be something that we you know, it's, it's fun to pull it apart, but you know. Yeah. Uh, Take, take it, it for, easy. Yeah, take, yeah, take it easy in a sense or whatever. Um, and I think that might have just been, I think, I'm just speculating, that when you're asked that over so many different years, because I read yeah. I read a letter, I was listening to Corey Olson on um, uh, the, the Tolkien professor, and he was talking about how, the, you know, in the early drafts, when they first sent this, when, he, when, um, when this was sent into the uh, publisher, right, and they're, they're editing this and they're looking at it and stuff, um, they kind of were were under the impression like, oh, Tom's the Tom's going to come in here at the end. Hmm. Tom's going to be the one That's who comes so back. Interesting. And they were almost almost under the impression like, why is he not coming yeah, back? Why is he not coming back? Why is he staying here? Mm-hmm. What's going on? They were, they were kind of dumbfounded. But early on drafts, you know, not that they had him going there. That was never you know Tolkien's intent. But that was they thought, oh, he's going to this is good. we're going to forget about him. That was the speculation. And he'll swing that. back in at the end and save the day. That's you so know, interesting, isn't it? Isn't it interesting? And it I is. was like, "Whoa!" I mean, I, well, I was kind of and, and when you when you back. when you really get into these chapters, uh, it, is that surprising? When you read it the way it's the way no, it's on written, your first read, wouldn't you think when abs- is Tom coming back? Absolutely, right. And we talked about this. Um, so a lot of people and a lot of people, I love the honesty that we have too. I think it's beautiful. I think it's exactly how we should be. We had a lot of people saying, "I don't get this. I don't get Tom." Sure, never gotten him. Don't like him. Don't understand why he's a part of the story. I skip his chapters. I don't get it. It's weird. It feels like a, uh, um, I don't know, like a diversion that has no uh, um, uh, relevance to the story. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And and uh, like so, the first time I read Lord of the Rings, I was eighth grade, maybe mm-hmm. ninth grade, whatever. I was trying to catch up to the movies, so I kind of flew through the Fellowship of the Ring, read through it, didn't really give it a second mind. You know, when I reread it again, again. Not, not a big deal. I didn't really understand him before either. I was like, eh, whatever. Sure. Don't really yeah. care. He's this crazy guy who dances around and sings. And it wasn't until we did this reread where I was like, I want to try and understand why people either don't like him or more so why people are upset. There's like an obsession with Tom Bombadil. Sure. Yeah. I want to understand that because I've been on the other side where it's like, eh, who cares? I want to find out maybe why people dig mm-hmm. him so much sure yeah and so that was my lens kind of coming into this i was looking for reasons to get excited about tom that's what she said yeah and goldberry <laughs> right and um and i found a lot of them sure. I, I read this chapter and i was like he is so so cool yeah. there's so much more there there is so much mystery not only more that you can kind of you know speculate and um maybe bring meaning that wasn't necessarily intended, but there's also a lot of just, I don't know what he, I don't know what he is. And that's cool. Yeah. And that makes him greater because I don't know. And so I really like, I really fell in love with him. Sure. Um, so I went, I went from one side to the next, but, but he is kind of polarizing. You either get him and you mm-hmm. love him or it's like, mm, I don't know. What's his purpose? Yeah. Because of that very fact, like he seems so powerful and then, it's gone. Well, I think I think Ben, ben Bassett kind of in, a, in this in this thread said, mm-hmm. you know, I think he's an enigma, 
And I thought yes. that was really Tolkien's words too, right? Yeah, exactly. It yeah. is his words. Uh, and just that he's meant to be this. Yeah. We're not to put a box on him. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. And we're allowed to let our imaginations run wild. I'm going to make a quick uh, tangent here on to, I was listening to the creators of the, I, I, uh, with my Star Wars podcast, the guys on Rebels, they would create an episode. They create a storyline and an arc. And they loved to listen to people who could bring in, like, we never, we created this and here's what we think. That's here's sweet. the box that we, here's the mindset we mm-hmm. had. But whoa, you guys just took that to a, new, a, a different level. Mm-hmm. You saw it in a different way yep. that we never saw. And those were the creators. Yeah. Actually, that was George Lucas was directly involved with that. It was the, uh, uh, it was the, uh, gosh, the Mortis Gods uh, arc. If you know that in Clone Wars, it's a very obscure, weird uh, thing that happens in Clone Wars. And it's like a, it's just different. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I kind of, I want, I want, you know, uh, to let people, you know, you get like William Arthur talking about, um, you would never tell anyone to stop speculating, but he's happy to live with the mystery of who Tom Bombadil is and who, who Goldberry, uh, is yeah. as well. You know what I mean? I love that. I think that's kind of neat. And it so, is, it is, it's, it, it's kind of, I don't know. There is so many, there, there, there is so much in this book that you can tie back to and say, okay, this is it. Or, he comes from here or his motivation was this because we've, this, this case has been built. We've seen yep. it built up. Yeah. It, it's nice to have those pieces where it's like, Hey, here's Tom. Let your imagination run wild. Yes. There is no right answer. There is no wrong answer. Have fun. Yeah. It, and it, I have, I've had so much fun just letting my mind go crazy about what is he like? Yeah. What is, and, and when I, when I, when I said God, right. Um, yeah. In I my, said it too. Right. And in my mind, I think, you know, I think nature. What greater God is there than nature? Yeah. Nature yeah. dictates all. Well, it, right. Yeah. That leads us and, into, I mean, honestly, if you want to, if you want to uh, take hold of this, we got an email um, where we had someone kind of break down a little bit more about, um, about Goldberry. Goldberry, Cypern. Yeah. You can kind of skim through what you, what you want to read Holy there. Holy cow. Why don't you, I think you'd do a better job than me. Sure. Okay. I yeah. I think you should do it no, as I got you. Yeah. a wizard. Um, you know, so just talking about how um, delighted to hear that, um, well, we, we uh, gave the opportunity to write some stuff here about um, Goldberry. And so goes on to talk about how they're, they're strange anomalies in, the, in a world already rich with diverse magic. Um, and they, they're unaffected by the ring. Uh, they both have abilities to interact with the local um, nature mm-hmm. beyond what elves, hobbits, and men and dwarves seem capable of. Yep. Um, I like that both of them are the physical manifestation of the lands and the water. And uh, Tolkien said as much about Goldberry in the letter that he wrote. Tom is the earth, um, the woodlands, and Goldberry is the river, uh, the rivers and the river lands. Um, they're married because rivers and earth mm. are wedded together yep. and inseparable. Yep. So that was kind of neat. Very interesting, right? Um, let's see. Oh, she says they're very literal and very elusive. Sure. Yes. At the same time. Real quick, because Frodo asked the question, you know, who is Tom? And she replies, he just he just is, is. Yeah. right? You know. Yeah. Um, and later, when the Council of Elrond suggests giving the ring to Tom, Gandalf is adamant that he that, that they cannot because Tom may simply forget <laughs> that he possesses it. Seriously, I remember I, when we before we started this podcast, it brought that up. That's what yeah, always was did. like, dang man, what what? I mean, jeezy cow, what is the, Gandalf doesn't want to give him the ring, but he's like super powerful. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, um, Gandalf. Uh, so he says that um da, 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 simply to forget it i think it's hard for the other characters as well as the reader to understand this if you think of tom and goldberry as people but not if you think of them as lands uh they represent oh, a river cool. doesn't care about a ring 
Yeah. Uh, a river doesn't wonder why it exists uh, or what purpose, you know, um, what its purpose is. What its purpose yeah, is, yeah. you know, it just is. Um, so, you know, talking about just how they, you know, we, we like that simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, other, other good thoughts here. Oh, man, she has so many amazing So many great ideas. thoughts. She said she's written like papers on Goldberry, right? Yeah. And done studies on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, on, on similar characters and throughout mythology. Yeah, she goes wow. into Grecian lore and, and talks about, you yeah. know. Nymphs um, and naiads. Yes, yeah. So, and just and just how she ties into all of that. So, mm. I, I thought what we'd do is we'd take some yeah, of this and maybe good. just post this on. We too. should just share that. If she, yeah, if she's if she's cool with that, we yeah. could just put that up on the Absolutely. page or the group or whatever. That's amazing stuff. Yeah. So, so anyways, there's just yeah. a couple, you know, some, some thoughts from the last chapter. Had people thinking about, um, you know, old Tom Bombadil and Goldberry. And so, um, wanted to get those out to you guys in our recap section there. So. Yeah, there's gonna be more ahead. There's yeah. more ahead. So. Yeah, I think it is, I think it's important to not pigeonhole Tom. You know, he is, he is, he is. He's master. Let's just let him be. He's Let's, master. You know, yeah. he is master. That's right. Yeah. Man, cool stuff, dude. I. Yeah. What's well, all perspective too when we say master as well? Because I, I agree. Right. With, you know, uh, Christopher Michael and those guys. It's all perspective. Who's master and to what degree? Sure. You know what I mean. And what does the word far? master mean to you? Right. Yeah. What's your lens through that too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So, Getting deep and philosophical with I love old it. Tom B. Yeah. All right. And um, on to our summary. So let's yeah. summarize um, this awesome chapter here that we had. Uh, we are reading, you know, The Fog on the bar, on, on the Barrow Downs. Um, our summary for this, Frodo, Mary, and Pippin, and Sam head out uh, from Tom Bombadil's house. Uh, they say goodbye to Goldberry. Um, they head towards the Barrow, uh, the barrow Downs. They need to head northward. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to find the East Road again. Yep. Right? Okay. Um, along the way... I, I I just kind of went with this here. I, mm-hmm. I said, you know, maybe that they wo- they awoke some ancient magic, mm-hmm. all right, or uh, and that they encounter a Barrow White and they need the help again of Tom Bombadil. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's very simple, and we're going to get into the into the details here. This that's was right, um, this was very very interesting chapter um, to me, especially because this if there was a chapter I skipped over, it was this one mm-hmm. originally mm-hmm. when I read years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think because the way it starts, you know, I'm thinking, oh, sure. well, I'm thinking Tom's out of the picture, right? right. Had I have known, <laughs> dude, and <laughs> what I, I know now, no, and we're prepping for this, uh, for this reread, and as is just like, I've never seen him so excited for a for a podcast. Well, he's the thing, amped, he's ready, and I love it. I love the energy. He's he's like excited and ready to go. I really am. It's it's going to be not uh, that you haven't been excited before, but like visually, I could see him getting giddy over yeah. this chapter. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so let's start off by just talking about our. We broke this down into three sections. So we've got leaving uh, Tom's house, mm-hmm. um, lost uh, in the Barrow Downs, and then we've got uh, Tom Bombadil comes to the rescue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's start with leaving Tom's house. Let's do it. And um, let's read the first little paragraph here. That night they heard no voices, but either in his dreams or out of them, he could not tell which. Frodo heard a sweet singing running in his mind, mm-hmm. a song that seemed to come like a pale light beyond a gray rain curtain and growing stronger to turn the veil all to glass and silver until at last it was rolled back and a far green country opened before him under a swift sunrise. Yeah. I love that. It's beautiful. And I can't believe, because I love that in the movie. Yeah. You know, yeah, you'll recognize that from Return of the King, right? Yes. It's Gandalf's description of what happens when you die. Right. And so I guess our minds kind of, also can associate it with the gray havens sure so like you know yeah. your idea of perf- idyllic perfection 
after after death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just thought that was cool. I, I forgot that that was yeah. here and not yeah. there. Sure, you know, oh, I, I did too. So the movieisms we get kind of yes. saturated with. Yeah, so. it's pretty amazing how they, and it's amazing too how they made stuff shift and work. Sure, and how and you know like diehard well, fans were like, okay, cool, that's fine there. Well, it, like people who yeah. would, who who were obs- are obsessed with the books would go. All right, that's fine. Well, you it mentioned earlier to me before we started this the the, the songs and where mm-hmm. they gave some of those to Gollum and yeah. the things that they you know took that away from the Barrow White and gave yeah. it gave it to him. So it's a fitting transfer, isn't it? It is from a Barrow White to Gollum. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, so just to kind of dive into this a little bit, you've got uh, Tom's always whistling, he's always singing, and uh, <laughs> they are uh, they ate breakfast alone again, right? Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, the air came what fresh. Is, what's the significance there? Why are they always eating alone? I just think they're up. It's they're just busy. The land and the and the and the water are busy at work. Huh? They are, they really are. And if you think about all the things that, like I don't know how time works with Tom and Goldberry. Question seriously, because we get into that later in, in the in the response time that it took to get there, and I kind of almost wonder, like if time doesn't if they, if he doesn't bend time in a sense, or it it just it's weird to me. If I could turn back time. Easy cow. If would... I could find a way. <laughs> Should never said that. Um but uh anyways, so Nelly's <laughs> not gonna go to stop laughing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh now I've not see people are, people are gonna be like, as you're nuts. Okay, all of a sudden you're giving Tom Bombadil now the power to of time, you know. Hey, uh, no, control. no, that's not the power of time. As that okay. is, okay. Perception of time is, dude. That's come on. That's a whole okay. podcast in and of itself. Give You're not doing anything me. wrong there. Thank that you. is, Thank that's you. beautiful because, I mean, explain to me how five minutes can feel like ten hours, and ten hours can feel like five minutes. Sure. Yeah, I get you. With no explanation whatsoever, yeah. it has nothing to do with that person. It's, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, again, they're they're eating alone. I just think it's, you know, um. They're getting ready to say farewell. It just it just makes me think of like children and like parents. Yes. It's like, guys, come get breakfast. Come on. Are you gonna eat with us, mom and dad? I uh, we're you know, sweeping and Adult I stuff. fix it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. like they're they're their kids again. I don't know. It's interesting. Yep, exactly. So um their uh their quiet ponies were almost uh frisky, uh <laughs> s- um sniffling. Sniffing, sorry, I just said sniffling. Don't forget the sniffing. Don't forget that. Um, and moving restlessly. So I tried to underline every like sniffing line I could find in here. Um, <laughs> but it was Tom came out of the house and waved his hat, danced upon the doorstep. Um, he was bidding the hobbits to get up and be off mm-hmm. and get go out. with good speed. That's right. It's Tom. Get out of here, guys. Let's That's go. That's right, man. Um, and so this this whole bit, you know, basically they're they're just ha- they're taking off down uh, the slope. We kind of looked at the map. We're we're inquiring about where Tom's house was in the old forest. You know, because I, I guess yeah. I thought it was more centrally located, um, but it seems like because I know they're getting pushed southward down the Withy Windle, and do they travel back upstream? I can't really remember. You know, and um, well, we were so disoriented in that forest. It I, it's was, ridiculous. I mean, yeah, that's I why I paid attention to the directions down. in this episode. Uh, in this As chapter. was he looked like Rain Man over there. He's going all right, east, west, west, and east. Um, I was, north, north. Uh, North, 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 northeast, northwest. He's facing crazy, southward. dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, he was like, he was like laying. I had arrows. Like, you were no. I think at one point you're like, there's a message here in the directions. <laughs> hidden message. The cardinal directions are, are leading. There's me a map somewhere. to a hidden treasure. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, dude, he's gonna crack the code. Yeah, he's gonna cure the cancer. I'll he's get done. Let's reread again. Yeah. Um, 
So anyways, there's some, just some nice imagery though with Goldberry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there she's again clad in, in, in silver green. Um, and um, we have never said farewell to her nor seen her uh, since the evening. So they were upset that they hadn't had a chance to really say goodbye to her. I mean, she was busy um, doing laundry the whole time. Right, exactly. You know, so uh, so they're taking off. You know, uh, they're they're on the hillbrow. Um, she they're on the uh, hillbrow. She stood beckoning to them. Her hair was flying loose as it caught in the sun. It shone and shimmered. Yeah, right. What a sight! So huh? they got a chance. I think as they were going down, they got to look back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And they could, well, actually, later on they look back, but they they see her right here. Um, a light like the like the glint of water on dewy grass flashed from under her feet as she danced. The descriptions of her are just beautiful. They are. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really like, I don't know, he just, he worked his magic when he was describing her. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she gives them some words of encouragement and mm-hmm. uh, kind of is in, in talking to, um, Frodo calls him Elf Friend. Elf Friend, again. Right? Yeah. And says that it was a merry meeting. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, it made me think, like, how many other hobbits have, have come through there that they've had, like, a significant, I mean... Like, like a significant meeting with and been like, you know, this was a merry meeting and, yeah. and, and really maybe, I don't know, took as much time out of their day as they did. Yep. What little maybe that they did yep. is significant to them, yep, absolutely. right? To, to Tom and Goldberry. Absolutely. Is it because they're on a quest and they have the ring right. or is it, was there more to There's it? something else to it. Uh, uh, this, a little this bit respect. of both maybe. Because, yeah. you know, Tom has a, a great respect for Farmer Maggot, right? Right. And that was interesting to us. It is interesting. Right. Because it's unexpected, right? You figure someone powerful like that. Yeah. Quote unquote important people. Exactly. Right. And yeah. You look at Farmer Maggot and he, he was, you know, didn't seem all that important. Honestly, really. Even even kind of leading up in our own quest within the story. It was like, well, this is the scary guy from Frodo's past, you know, whatever. We're going to try to avoid him. And then he ends up saving the day. Mm-hmm. He ends up yeah. rescuing them and getting them to marry safe and then onto the, uh, uh, the ferry. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. It's a, it's a cool thing. It, Tom, Tom's one of those guys. He, he sees the inside, doesn't he? Not the outside. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Now, another an interesting thing about Goldberry when she's speaking to them as they're, as they're taking off, uh, and I'm getting, I'm going to get into the directions here now. Um, speed. Number. Here we go, guys. Get ready. This is it. Get your compass out. You know, I'm get your compass out. <laughs> Seriously, I want you, everybody get out a, a, this is a piece a, of paper and a pencil, and I want you to start marking down these directions. We're gonna, guys, we're gonna actually do a spinoff uh, podcast. It's called um, um, Atlas of Middle Earth with Ez. <laughs> it's just it, the number. No, I love the it. amount of times. Oh, I was I like, why is he mentioning this so much? He did it in the old forest with directions, yeah. mm-hmm. and I think, yeah. So he just—he's such a good. He, if you really follow, I because you get confused. And if you don't go line by line and pay attention as to which way they're headed. Do you think he also does it to confuse you as well? In mm, a sense? Because he knows if you're not paying attention, you're going to get confused. Maybe. Do you think maybe he did that maybe, as well? Maybe. I don't know. So anyways, um, Goldberry says, speed now for a guest. Uh, and hold your purpose north with the wind in the left eye and a blessing on your footsteps. Make haste while the sun shines. And to Frodo, she said farewell, elf friend. It was a merry meeting. Again, a special goodbye <clears throat> to him. Right. And only him. Yeah. So hold your purpose north with the wind in the left eye. Okay. Yeah. I, yep. And a blessing on your footsteps. Now, I'm just going to mention something kind of interesting here. So if they're going north and the wind is coming. Westerly uh, wind. 
with, with the with, uh, westward, yes, wind, yeah. exactly where I'm going. Yeah. And later on, the wind comes from the east. So, um, oh, she was giving them, she was Google mapping them. I'm just, I'm just saying it's interesting. The wind changes and it blows, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I need to look at it further. I didn't have time to really. So there's we'll more directions. It. Okay. We'll get into it here. There's more directions. So <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it was kind of cool that Frodo didn't even know how to answer. He, right, could, he, he couldn't find the words. Right. <laughs> so just bows low. Right. Mount his pony. And right. I mean, that's because uh, usually Frodo, Frodo is the most eloquent, I'd say. Right. Yes. Obviously. He's the, he's yeah. the most learned. He's the most confident around some of these higher beings that they've come in contact with. And he can't even find the words. He, he doesn't know what to say to this, this beautiful woman. Right. Now, I will say, here's another interesting you talk about. Well, I guess about maybe it. I should you know, spirit, whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, so, each time in this chapter, you'll notice multiple times that they look back towards the West. Mm. Multiple times. Mm. Okay, And they do it right here for the first time. Interesting. As they get to the bottom of this hill. They look back again. Dude, I had never toward Goldberry. made that connection. That's right. very interesting. How many times do they do it? I mean, literally, we'll, we'll, we'll count here, but I mean... Multiple times when they're later on, when they're on the hilltops, because I, I got confused. I'm like, wait, they're facing west now. I thought we're going east. You know, what's going on? Uh, wow. We're going north, but we have to go east to get into the and then you could even, Downs in the north. And this might be fishing, which you can go deeper and you could think, well, home is west. Sure, exactly. They're looking back thinking. to home for strength. Uh, the Grey Havens, so like the ethereal west is, yes. is out there as well. Yep. Hmm. Men of the west, you know, that's interesting. It happens so many times. The West is good. Right. In Middle mm-hmm. Earth. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. interesting. Um, hmm. So, you know, turning back, uh, when they reached the bottom of the Green Hollow, they saw Goldberry now, small and slender like the um, like a sunlit flower against the sky. She was yeah. standing still, watching them. Her hands were stretched out towards them. They looked... Um, I'm sorry. As they looked, she gave a clear call, lifted her hand... Um, she turned and vanished behind the hill. Visually, what this makes me think of is um, when the in the Fellowship of the Ring, the film, when they uh-huh. leave Lothlorien, you kind of get this glimpse of Galadriel doing the same kind of thing. Ah, uh, okay. So I wonder if also they weren't sort of paying homage to Goldberry through through Galadriel. I, I can't remember if that's what Galadriel does when they leave. Sure. Uh, it might very well might be. It's been a while. But um, mm-hmm. I, that's exactly what I think of. She stands there and I think Frodo catches a glimpse of her and she kind of holds she does this like weird like holding her hand out waving that almost looks like the argonaut it's a very i see yes. you remember that part yeah i do you now can see her ring on her middle finger the ring of demadier mm-hmm. i think is what it's called yeah um yeah gotcha interesting yeah interesting. cool okay cool awesome so i mean the the first part of this <clears throat> leaving tom's house is pretty simple it's pretty straightforward they're leaving okay <laughs> um now hold on dude i gotta get that that ring name is wrong Go ahead, Sutton Demadier. That's like goodbye or whatever. That's I gotta funny. look that up. You go ahead and look it up. Um, part two, we're, we're jumping in pretty quick. And part two is um, kind of part two and three are, are, the, are the meat of this. Uh, this is lost. Nenya, in... Nenya, Nenya. Cool. There we go. Sorry, I had, I had to get that right. That was gonna bother. <laughs> that was gonna bother. Uh, right. So we're lost in um, the Barrow Downs, mm-hmm. and the hobbits are up and down. So it starts off with this description that they're. That they're going up and they're going down, and and you you get the the, the sense that they're in this now uh, rolling hills, mm-hmm. almost like okay. Yep. If you ever look at a map, that's that's what they are. Yes. These mounds, right? Okay. Yep. And you looked up, 
for us. I think, you know, the, the words, you know, uh, what, what yeah. a barrow. I wanted to look up what barrow and downs were because obviously that's something not something we use to describe lands now, right? Um, and so... It's not here where we're from. No, not out here in Amanda, that's yeah. for sure. Although we could because sure. we have quite a few... Uh, Quite a few downs. Um, so downs are. Oh my god, I lost it. Give me a second. Buy me some time, as sure. Well, I think I actually kind of remember you were yes. describing um, the barrows as like these mountains, and then you like downs were like hills. So it's like mountain hills. It's almost the idea that they were kind of larger hills. Yes. I could be totally wrong about that, but I yes. just from what you had mentioned earlier when you looked it up. Yeah, that barrow is a is a mountain or a mound. Uh, it's used only in the names of hills in England. So that's also very important. That's why we don't use right. the word barrow. Yeah. It's a large amount of earth or stones uh, over the remains of the dead. That's yep. another definition yep. as well, which yep. is very important. It and is. then and then downs are, you know, just a, another type of hill. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they made reference to the north and south downs in, in the south of England. So mm-hmm. our, our listeners over the pond would be able to help us out with that one. But sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So anyways, so we're we're up and down. Uh, it's getting hotter and hotter. I thought this was, mm-hmm. you know, the air as they would get up these hills. One, they're they're going up and down in elevation too, and so that's a bit of a um, a trek, right? Yeah. Uh, the breeze each time they went up on these hills kind of dies down. Uh, there's a lot of really good alliteration here too, where it talks about long limbs and smooth sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just describing the um, the hills, so the uh, the Barrow Downs, which is which is kind of neat. Another thing that they use a lot, the word turf came up in this yeah. multiple times. Mm-hmm. The smell of turf, mm-hmm. you know, the soil as they got down in among these, you know, downs, it just gets earthier. You know, it's mm-hmm. this soft. Um, um, this is a country of grass and short, springy turf. Almost like it's almost like. Uh... The dead that are buried there, it wasn't. They weren't buried that long ago, even though mm. they were. Mm, yeah. You know, what I mean, it's like a like a fresh. I'm imagining like a fresh earth kind of smell, like a very like. Sure, it's almost. It, it has the. It feels like it's alive, but yet it houses the dead. The dead. Um, and, and here's yeah, the reason I say that is because it's watered with this fog. There's this uh, moisture always, and and that's kind of keeping this turfy, you know, spongy. Uh, springy turf, mm-hmm. as as it's described. So I thought that was kind of uh, neat. And, you know, when we get into making our drinking game, Lynn and I joked that uh, <laughs> perhaps we do something where you look in a chapter and you see uh, you know a bunch of different keywords like that. So because yeah. that's what he does. You know, when he's writing, you'll see these words grouped he's together. He's so repetitive, isn't he? Well, but even within chapters, it's intentional. Too, oh, it absolutely, which is, is. Which is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a word that kind of stuck to him, and this is. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I could almost see it. I don't know. I don't know. I'd we love shadows that. and shadows of the past. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, reoccurring. There's, yeah, there's, yeah. Picking a few words that really characterize this landscape yeah. and what it would, you know, we get a good sense of what it feels like, looks like, yeah. smells like, etc. Yeah. 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 So all good stuff. Um, the hobbits keep looking back westward. So I mentioned this again. Mm-hmm. Um, when they caught a glimpse of the country westward, the distant forest seemed to be smoking as if the fallen rain mm. was steaming up again from leaf and root, which was neat. It's very interesting. So again, they, they take a moment while they're further on, they're up on one of the, um, you know, uh, the hills, and they look back, you know, 
westward. Now here we go. The hobbits come to a hill <clears throat> whose top was wide and flattened. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is where <laughs> we've got to pay attention, friends. Okay. Pay attention. Get your compass out. Get your pad and paper. Okay. Um, get your atlas. They look north. All right. Okay. And Mary believes that he sees way out there um, the ancient trees that were planted. You know, they had some trees mm -hmm. running um, along the, the uh, great road, right? He, the, exactly. Mm -hmm. And he he kind of recalls that. I mean, you learn that Mary's been. You Mary know, knows some stuff. He knows some stuff. He's it's probably number two. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely number two. Well, and and just that, like he's this is his area. Yeah. So you know we right. we moved into Mary's area, so he kind of knows these things and, and uh, can describe stuff for us. And we need that, I, I think, in the story. Oh, for sure. You know, when people like Tom and other people go, wait, we need a hobbit who does kind of know the lay of the land to, to take us this far. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, kind of cool. All right, so, um, he sees a line of trees which indicate the, the east road. Frodo looks eastward and is discouraged. He sees that the hills are higher and looked down upon them, and all of those hills were crowned with green mounds. Mm -hmm. And on, let's say, and somewhere, oh, and and and, then, and as he sees these uh, uh, green mounds that are crowned, um, some of them had standing stones, mm. right? They're pointing upward like jagged teeth out of green gums. Again, so that alliteration, that imagery, all that mm. good stuff, it's it's beautiful. But um, let's talk about the standing stones for a second. Because as he looks out, he sees these mounds, and then you see the these jagged... Um, stones right are those just markers are those enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever remember to use code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know, we talk. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Talk about burial mounds Giant and stuff. gravestones. Is that a gravestone? Is right. That, right? Yeah, monoliths. I, I, it's almost kind of like you envision like some kind of ancient Stonehenge type thing. Sure. And all these, and all these um, if you look up art of uh, the Barrow Downs, it's beautiful. I mean, like mm-hmm. the people have created renditions of this that are very, like they transport you there. Mm-hmm. Like just these giant, tall, standing stones. That's that's what they are. Can I tell you something? Yeah, let's hear it. I, I like that you use the word transport. They transport uh-huh. you there. Mm-hmm. Because I think in this land that we're in, that we <laughs> might be walking in and out of lands. Huh? And I think we might be trans, I mean... I, it gets a little crazy. I want people to understand that Ez takes things to the extreme. I love when Didn't, I say I want my imagination to run wild, it will run wild. Didn't Lewis talk about thin places? Or the ancients talked about ah, thin places, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where, where uh, uh, the reality we know and other dimensions kind of touch. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And, uh, and as, as yeah. we were talking about this, it's kind of what I thought about too is <laughs> where are we really? Yes. You know, we're catching glimpses of stuff and then it's not there again. Right. We don't see something and then it pops right up. Like, what? what is that? Is it the yeah. fog playing with us or is it something else? Right. That's why I say there's like, there's almost like an ancient like mm-hmm. spell or magic, something that's that's laid over this land. It looks very enticing. It looks, yeah. it, like you said, it does look, I think it could look ominous. Mm-hmm. He looks eastward and so he is discouraged mm-hmm. because of, you know, he knows he has to go that way and, or, well... I guess just the, it might have been intimidating, right? But at the same right. time, it's intriguing, isn't it? What is all that? Right. You know, like yeah. what's going on over there? And so you're talking about ancient magic too. So we should tell people that we did do our research, right? And there is, we do know about the ancient yeah. history in this area. You know Is that where this. you're getting there? Yeah, yeah, you know about this. Go well, ahead. yeah, I just I just looked it up because I was curious. So, you know, um, it's, there is ties to the Dunedain kingdom. Mm-hmm. So Numenorians were there. And then there's also ties to wars that happened. And Tom... Tom talks about that later in this chapter. Spoiler right. alert. Right. And there's also, um, there was an influence and sort of a uh, claiming of the land by the witch king of Angmar. Yeah. So yeah. there was this, you know, um, good presence there overtaken by an evil. And so there's there's a lot of history in the Barrow Downs. And we won't go into it tons because we want to stick to the chapter. But like, go yeah. go look it up and get into it. It's It's very, very interesting. It is, and and, and we'll get snippets here at the end. We'll mm-hmm. go back to that in a sec, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's you're right. Yeah. So there definitely is something going on. So there's, there's an enchantment here for sure. Yeah. There's yeah. something. Something. To, uh, yeah. There's a lot of history in this place, and so there's a lot of leftover energy going yeah. on. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of remains. So again, we're looking. Um, 
We have hope when we look northward. We see what we think is a, a, a pass, a gate, they call it, uh, that we can get through and we can go oh, north yeah, and find right. that. Yep. It's like a passageway um, out almost. And, but we look eastward, we're, we're discouraged. So the hobbits went down into this circle area. It's almost like this... Um, like a hollow. Yeah, it's right. a hollow. This is what it's called. Exactly. And so uh, they found a single stone casting no shadow, shapeless yet significant, like a landmark. Or casting a, no shadow? Casting no shadow. So it, it took them that long. That at one point, I skipped over this, but right, they look back once, they, they look back uh, westward again, mm-hmm. one of the times that they do that, and they realize, boy, we've come a little further than we, than we thought we yeah. would. Yeah. And I think, again, we talk about when Gildor kind of gave them a little umph, what's in this food Tom's giving them? <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, high spirits. It's like, you know, and sometimes when you're going up and down. fear, too. terrain, you know. Yeah, you might be a little fear. spooked, right? Sure. Yeah. Well, and well-rested. They're well-rested. Maybe that's didn't, true. you know, that they had uh, got good provisions and stuff. That's, so That's a good point. Uh, they're making good time. Yeah. Which yeah. is which is good. So, uh, let's see here. So, they go down. Oh, they see this. It's casting no shadow. So, and they indicate at another point that it's noon, that this is noon, right. okay, when they get here. Yep. Uh, shapeless yet significant, like a landmark or a, um, a, a guarding uh, finger uh, or more like a warning, mm. right? So, Stay out. Yeah. Now, but stop. my question is, <laughs> stop, yeah. Uh, is this stone figure, it's down. It wasn't one of those that was up on top yeah, of the sure. mound. Mm-hmm. So it's down in a hollow. Mm-hmm. Does that make it different? And, and those of you who have listened and looked at this more, I'll be honest with you, this is a chapter that I wasn't interested in until we did this reread. Right, right. And now I'm like... One of, the, one of the benefits of the reread. It really is. One of the benefits is. of being an upper. It That's really right. is. Because right. you get kind of... You almost like... Uh, when you don't take it line by line and you just skip to the good parts at the end or whatever, you're like, okay, that was cool. That was quick. Cool. Move on. There's but no, so there was much so much there. more that we didn't yeah. even you know, think about. So... Um, the hobbits, they sit down on the east side mm-hmm. of the stone, and it seemed like the stone could not be again. warmed by the sun. So they're on the east side of it. Uh-huh. Now, I thought that was interesting because the sun had been you know, rising from the east. Yeah, would have warmed Would have warmed that side right. of the stone, correct? Right. That's a good point. And it, it's cold. It's cool to cold touch it. Death. It feels good. Well, they, but to them, it felt yeah, at the time. Yeah, because it's warm. Right, because sure. they're warm. And so they, wanted, and so they took shade. Not shade. But well, when they wake up, they're in shade. Dude, just luring them in. Yeah. Bringing exactly. them in. Exactly, exactly. Now, there's a huge break sort of in like um, writing structure here. Let me get to it. For me, it's on 152. Here we go. So uh, the hobbits, essentially, they, they, they fall asleep. Mm-hmm. They didn't mean to. Um, riding over the hills and eating their fill, the warm sun and the uh, scent of turf. There you go, guys. My friends. Turf is back. Um <laughs> Lying uh, a little too long, stretching out their legs and looking at the sky above their noses. These things are perhaps enough to explain what happened. However, that may be. They awoke suddenly and uncomfortably from a sleep they had never meant to take. Okay. What's in that fog, man? Yeah, a lot of, uh, probably more than we want to know. What's in that fog? <laughs> Fog's scary, man. I mean, I love yeah. fog. I yeah. actually, I legitimately, I, it's awesome. I love it's it. It's the best. We get some of that, but but it almost makes you wonder. Like, is there something, something they're inhaling that's making them? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. So, um, you know, they they're woken suddenly from their sleep, 
uh, there's a shadow from the stone, uh, and it's cast eastward. The sun is gleaming through the mist just above the west wall of the hollow. So imagine this. Uh, their backs are up against this stone, right, um, casting a shadow over them as they look eastward, and they stand up. Uh, they get frightened. They get spooked, and they rush back towards the sun. Uh, they, they, they run up this hollow and um, towards the light. Uh, so this is the sun, you know, was gleaming through the mist just above the west wall of the hollow when the hobbits looked north, south, and east beyond the wall of fog was thick, cold, and white. Okay. Um, so they had to run to this western, you know, wall, mm -hmm. right? So that's where they head initially. And I don't know. I mean, the, the, the ponies are getting spooked here as well, mm -hmm. but they don't really want to go back to this pillar. Mm -hmm. I think that's some of the... Yeah, that's yeah. significant. Yeah. I think that might have been that was a marker. They knew where they were at there, supposedly, and but anyways, they don't want to go there because they that all of a sudden they get this bad feeling, right? That 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 something down there caused us to fall asleep. This is abnormal, right? So what was that? Let me let me take you back to the old forest. What was it in the old forest that caused them to be sleepy like this? Remember, they, they all of a sudden just had a, mm -hmm. and they just wanted to. They couldn't to, fight it. They couldn't yeah, fight they were, it. they were out. Out. Yep. That was old man Willow. Yep. Right? Had put a spell on them. Mm -hmm. So, again, you've got something like that at work here, mm -hmm. okay? And uh, whether it's just something, a ritual or something that's been placed around, like it's a trap. And yeah, they absolutely. say it's a trap. When they get to the westward, uh, the, 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 the hill there, the hillside of that, of that hollow, the fog then that they, they, the, the sun, as soon as they get there, they like see it set. Mm -hmm. There it goes. <laughs> just, they got the last like glimpses or rays of the sun. It's gone, boys. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> go back to say, Mr. Frodo, I'm out of here. I <laughs> get me out of this. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm just kidding. Um, but you know, so, so they're, they're scared, man. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. so let's, let's see what happens here. Let's take this a little bit further. Um, let's see. Run there. Okay, the hobbits see the sun setting and they discover the fog. They're still hopeful and they know which way they want to go, and that's north. They've got to go north. Uh, when they reach the bottom of the northern slope, the air changes, it's colder, they get their cloaks out, and they keep pushing northward. Now, I say they're pushing northward, um, and that's what they believe. And I think they right. actually are. I think they actually are pushing northward, yeah. but I think things maybe have gotten messed up and disoriented here. But it's, there's, a, there's a lot of parallels here between this area and the old forest. There is. They're yeah. sleepy, you yeah. know. Except It's almost like the fog replaces the trees. This is still, air quote, in Tom's realm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, um, but anyways, the, it talks about the dew, like the, the, the moisture that was getting, like they're getting wet and cold. And the, the you know, the temperature is shifting here. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, Frodo I think talks about or they just mentioned a narration that they know they need to keep pushing, you know, northward. Okay. So as they're pushing, they they get in single file, don't they? They get in single file. They got their ponies. Yep. Um, I think it's Frodo in the front, and I don't know who's in the back. Sam in the back. Can't remember. Um, Frodo sees these two shadowy figures. Maybe I'm wrong about the two, um, but he sees a a darkness of some kind, something that looks different, it looks solid. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it, I think that's what he was thinking. Is it looked solid? You know, in fog, you see something that's right. That's dark. 
that yeah. might indicate a mat like a, a higher density something that's you know whatever and that is what call i believe them, call them dark patches dark patches there yeah. you go thank you but it says plural patches right yes so two and there's a gap between them um it doesn't necessarily say that we figure that later he, he pushes towards those and he's like, come on, let's go. You know, like <laughs> there's the North gate. Let's get the hell out of here. Yep. I mean, like, yeah, there they go. So he thinks this is the Northern gate. Um, as he gets closer, I think he rushed on ahead and I, I wonder what the visibility was like. I bet you just a few feet was significant. Yeah. Don't you? Oh yeah, for sure. So, uh, in, in this patch of fog, so the dark patches grew darker, but they shrank. And he su- suddenly he saw towering ominous before him and leaning slightly towards one another like the pillars of the headless door. I'm sorry, like the pillars of a headless mm-hmm. door. Two huge standing stones. Where did those come from? He had no recollection of them. Yep. They don't recall seeing those before. Wow. Interesting. And they've got pretty keen sight. Yeah. You know, uh, Sam Senses sees. of a hobbit. Exactly. Yep. Sees yep. and they, they hear things, right? Um Frodo actually goes through the stones. This is where I pay attention to the directions a little bit more, hmm. just so we don't get super lost. But he goes through the stones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, still going north, question mark. But yes, I believe still going north. Uh, darkness seemed to fall like immediately as he goes through those stones. Lane. It's a portal, bro. It's a portal. It's okay? a portal. It's a gosh dang portal. I don't, I don't want to hear down. it. It's the upside down. Stranger <laughs> things are happening. Um, my God. You know, so he's, he's through the yeah, portal. He, he looks back and no one's behind him. And I wondered if that was part of it, you know. And, and guys, we understand this is a bit of a stretch, but you know, we like to make things interesting here. Is it a stretch? I don't. I don't know. I think uh-huh. it's reading reading the text pretty clearly. <laughs> so they don't recall seeing those before. He goes through the stones. Um, darkness seems to fall. He looks back. He's alone. He's now facing south. Air quote. Um, he hears a cry, uh, away eastward on his left. So yeah. that does indicate to me that he's facing southward. Um, and this is in Frodo's directions. He's facing um, south and then away eastward on his left. He hears this cry. He runs after the cries. Uh, it gets colder and colder. Um, it's now night and the temperature has dropped. And he catches a glimpse of the stars and he kind of realizes that he's facing south. So there we go. Get a little another confirmation as to which way we are facing. When he's hearing those cries too, he's hearing help, help, help. Yes. Which is almost like... I mean, obviously, it's something people would yell all the time, but that's what he called in the old forest. Say that again. He he called help three times in the old forest when old man Willow was taking oh Mary and Pippin. Oh my god! And Hold on here. and right before old Tom showed up, yeah, he called help three times. Now it doesn't say that he just called it three times. It's just an interesting parallel that well, we're hearing on. help, help, help again. Let me take it a step further. Another dimension. What's going on here? Well, here's is the this thing. Friday 13th? This is Friday the 13th, and it's getting a little weird. It's getting a little gosh dang weird, okay? But listen <laughs> too much to fog. It's too, yeah. Would you do what if a bunch of fog just started rolling in around your house right now? What would you Don't do? you see it? <laughs> what would you oh, I see it. I see the island. I see the island. I see the fog. So, but here's here's the thing. You said they're they're yelling out help. Mm-hmm. This land is paralleling a lot uh with the old forest. What if it's a trap? I mean, it doesn't say who he doesn't recognize the voices. He just hears help, help, help. What? Let me read it. Uh, the, check me on this because this part, this beginning, I've been kind of quiet. The beginning of this chapter I read like two weeks ago and mm-hmm. I didn't have a chance to reread it today. So I'm You're kind fine. of foggy on it. That's funny. 
<laughs> so I'm I'm letting Ez do his thing because he. Well, I just got this part for some reason stuck with you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, and that's good. As he struggled on, he called again and kept on calling more and more frantically, but he heard no answer for some time. And then it seemed faint and far ahead and high above him. Frodo, hoy! Came the thin voices out of the mist, and then a cry that sounded like, help, help, often repeated, ending with a last, help, that trailed off into a long wail, suddenly cut short. He stumbled forward with all the speed that he could towards the cries, but the light was now gone and clinging night had closed about him so that it was impossible to be sure of any direction. So there you go. You're right. Mm-hmm. It is a trap. It's luring him in. Um, he seemed all the time to be climbing up and up. Yeah, and we could be reading too much into sure. that. It absolutely could just be the Wouldn't be the help. first time. Oh, for sure. But that's what we do. That's, that's what, what we do. That's, we have fun with it that way. Um, you know, it's just to think, you know, I don't know, outside the well, box. and I, I mean that pretty much right there. I think because that he last does get help, into a trap, right? A trap. And that last, that last help. This is the key, the key wording too. That it trailed off into a long wail. We see later um, that same kind of voice is used. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's not, if if it was, if it was his Hobbit friends, you know, or or something actually calling for help for a good reason. I don't know that we would hear that. Well, or maybe. Maybe that's someone else being taken. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what that's where I was saying we were going too far with it. Got it. Got it. I mean, most it. likely, literally. That just dawned on me. No. <laughs> wow. Okay. Hello. Hello. Uh, no, but literally, that is probably what's happening. See, but and my I, thing is, is that like this whole thing, it seems like a trap. And, and see what Everything I was. that's in this land. When I read that, how I was taking that, and I think it also makes sense. It's not what really happened, but I'm seeing that as someone mimicking the Hobbit's voice. That's what I was saying. Okay, that's well, what I, I was thinking. Well, I'm thinking maybe it's maybe it's also something taking the other Hobbits. Yes, it could are they be both? It, it could, could be both. That's that. My, my point is, okay. is that for sure they're probably taken. Uh, obviously, they are. We right. know that they are. But, right. Um, Frodo ran on ahead. Right. And he went through the portal. Air mm-hmm. quote. No, mm-hmm. he went through the stone pillars. Right. And he's coming back, and then. Gosh, couldn't you hear that? Couldn't, couldn't you hear like wouldn't oh, how yeah. creepy? How creepy is it to think that like a Barrow White changes voices and is like mimicking the Hobbits it yeah. just captured? Dude, I'm you thinking know what I'm saying the, like, so, that'd just be crazy. Yeah, I'm thinking from the films like a mixture of when Frodo falls in the dead marshes, mixed with the Wraith world. You know uh-huh. when he puts the ring yeah, on it, yeah. like just that weird kind of disoriented, oh, like yeah. creepy shadow world kind of thing going on. With the right. mist all around and voices mixing, you know, like half white, half merry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty good. Okay, so um, just to kind of he, he he's running after these voices as mm-hmm. as Lane has mentioned. He catches a glimpse of the stars and realizes that he's facing south. He thought a biting wind from the east, and to his right, there loomed against the westward stars a dark a dark black shape. Mm-hmm. A great barrow stood there. Great. Thanks a lot. Now I'm scared. I you know, it's uh it's something. It's something that's for sure. So anyways, he, he called out previously, Where are you? to no reply. Then he says, Where are you? again after he sees this this barrel. Uh he cried again, both angry and afraid. Here, said a voice, deep and cold, that seemed to come out of the ground. I am waiting for you. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? I know. It's the scariest shit I've read yet. Right. No. Here I am waiting for you. Yeah. Yeah. From beneath the ground. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, all right, why does my grave just call out to me? That's cool. Thanks. 
No, said Frodo, but he did not run away. His knees gave and he fell on the ground. Nothing happened. There was no sound. Trembling, he looked up in time to see a dark, sorry, to see a tall, dark figure like a shadow against the stars. It leaned over him. He thought there were two eyes, very cold, though lit with a pale light that seemed to come from some remote distance. Then a grip stronger and colder than iron seized him. The icy touch froze his bones and he remembered no more. Yep. Wow. And that is a Barrow White. There it is. Thanks a lot. There's your description. Absolutely. (laughs) Happy Friday the The 13th. 13th. And this will come out later, but for us right right now, it's like... We're living it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wow. So probably one of the the scarier descriptions we've had yet. I mean, the Black Riders are scary, but it's mostly in their actions, I think. Obviously, a, mm-hmm. you know, a big black mounted rider is scary too, but they, they just act real creepy. Sniffing the ground, uh, uh, like always searching, popping right. up when you don't expect them. It's more in their actions. This thing like is just, it sounds terrifying. And if you look up, there's some really good art from John Howe, who was, he obviously did, he did he's one of the um, artists, he along with Alan Lee did a lot of the art for the um the films and had a heavy influence in both uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy and the Hobbit trilogy. And his, oh my gosh, dude, his paintings of the Barrow Whites are f- so freaky. Yeah. They yeah. look like the, um, oh gosh, from the village. I don't know. Where, I don't remember what they were called, but like the watchers or whatever they were. They're, they're just super, super oh, yeah. scary. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very creepy. Okay. So now we're, we're kind of into, uh, they've, they've been captured, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. Um, we are now into part three, uh, Tom Bombadil to the rescue. And this is basically, um, I mean, this is one of my, my favorite, well, of this, of this chapter. I mean, I liked what we just did there, but this gets, we, we need old Tom to come back. We know? do need Tom. You know what else we have to do too, as what, I mean, I, I hate to keep bringing it up, but we just, you gotta make a podcast, man. Wow. I think it's time we make a Lord of the Rings podcast. Just gonna say it. This is what happens when I put you in charge of the music. And this- <laughs> I'm just dreaming. No, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think let's do it. Let's let's make one. Name's gotta be just right though. Yeah. Got any ideas? Dream with me. Um yeah, I'm thinking the Foggy Bottom Boys podcast. Oh my gosh. Right? You get lost in those downs forever. Yeah. Uh Halfling Happy Hour. Sure, halfling happy hour. Right? Yeah, that'd be that'd be all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> distant relations, the podcast. You get into Hobbit family trees and whatnot. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Uh, what about oh uh um overhill and underhill? Sure, that yeah. okay. that's a little strange. <laughs> um, the Starry Barrow Knights show. Absolutely right. We're really close. We're getting close. We'll get there. Yeah. One of those days. Wow. We're going to get there. Guys. Holy smokes. One, yeah, you know. You're I, talking about Tom. We're talking about Tom. You and, miss him, uh, do you? I do. I miss him, and so it's time for him to come back. He needs to rescue uh, our good friends here because they are in a, a world of trouble. Didn't Should they tell, say a prayer? But here's the thing. Didn't they tell? Didn't Tom say? Didn't he tell them to, to, to avoid these guys? Hmm. You know? And didn't he also give them a tool to call upon them? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. What foresight. Yeah. It's almost like he kind of knew it was going to happen. Well... Easy now. Easy, Lane. Take it easy. (laughs) Settle down, boy. Um, So, 
Frodo comes too, uh-huh. right? And you you kind of had some some good under underlinings and, and, and marks in this. Kind of went crazy here. This this part was was amazing. Yeah, he, when he came to himself again, for a moment he could recall nothing except except a sense of dread. So, and that's another thing too. I think about like when you I don't know. The only thing I can think about is waking up when I'm late. No. I wake up. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, I overslept. No, it, right. That's tr- but. What you had mentioned in, in an appendices episode to me that yeah. scares the daylight out of me. I still think about this from time to time. Oh, the demon. You, you being petrified and uh-huh. not being able to move like a Couldn't night move. tear. Couldn't move. You know, like you're awake. Mm-hmm. You see. And guys, you have to listen to that episode of that, that appendices. But like Lane is seeing this demon in the corner of his room. He can't do. I felt it. About it. I, didn't, felt. I didn't visually see Sorry. it. It works better for me to say that you saw it. I, in my mind. I mean, I saw it. I see I him saw in the corner then. and I'm like. Get out of there. Yeah. But you can't move. No. You can't do anything. can't move. Yeah, he's petrified. That's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. Uh, suddenly knew he was imprisoned, um, caught hopeless. Right. Hopelessly, uh, he was in a barrow. Yeah. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. Um, he knew that the barrow white had taken him. Uh, he's laying flat on his back. They're in this kind of weird configuration, right? They're all laying down. There's like swords across their neck. They're all... Um, decked out in this this gold arraignment and like jewels and stuff and yeah like they're yeah. being laid out for a funeral right yes very super strange super weird super weird super weird. eerie and he's the only one who's awake he sees next to him why his, is that is it because he got ca- because he got we caught talking later about that. i don't know why like, is it well in another interesting piece here is he starts to think about bilbo and yeah. his stories and mm-hmm. stuff yes he does and just sort of they go into this piece right about yeah yeah sorry wow I, I totally skipped over all that man i'm like lost in the fog here no, um good i mean that's tolkien has this cool interesting point he says there is a seed of courage hidden often deeply it is true in the heart of the fattest and most timid of hobbits waiting for some final and desperate danger to make it grow frodo was neither fat nor very timid indeed though he did not know indeed he did not know it bilbo and gandalf had thought him the best hobbit in the Shire. He thought he had come to the end of his adventure and a terrible end, and the thought hardened him. He found himself he found himself stiffening as if for a final spring. He no longer felt limp like a helpless prey. Okay, my question though, why is it different for Frodo? Like, did yeah. d- did the Barrow White just sort of like, all right, I got my three, I'm gonna do my ceremony, a little ritual, right? And so I'm gonna forget about old boy Frodo for a second, right? Save him for later, like. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, and then you're, you also got to be thinking about like if they're if if these barrel whites are in tune with any kind of evil, sure, can't they sense the ring or that's no? Was, yep, that's what I was going to ask. They've got rings on their fingers. They've got rings in their pockets. Um, doesn't it, I mean? Doesn't isn't everything groping for that ring at some point? Like yeah. like like everything. Hmm, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of individuals want that ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just yeah. interesting. It's it's very interesting to me. Well, he goes on to say as he as he was laying there and uh, and thinking and getting a hold of himself, he noticed all at once that the darkness was slowly giving way. Mm-hmm. And here's what here's what I was asking you about, which was a pale greenish light was growing around him. It did not at first show him what kind of place he was in, for the light seemed to be coming out of himself, himself and from the floor beside him, and had not yet reached the roof or the wall. What? What is, I mean, what is this? I don't know, man. It's some enchantment. It's got to be from that fog, right? But 
this light uh, correlates to darkness, um, you know, you know, like leaving or or or, or retreating, uh-huh. and it's has to do with Frodo waking up and getting this this that seed of courage right in him to be like, nope, this uh-huh. this is the end. I'm going out uh-huh. swinging. You know, I'm gonna, you know, for the Shire. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But it's kind of a weird light, though. This light's weird—a pale greenish light, yeah. like a sick, well, like a it, sick light. Is that or is that? That's see, what the I was, way I took that was like almost like the like because didn't he say that? Well, because all the images in in this in this area have been green, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they do seem green and eerie and and sick like or evil. And so I kind of was like, what is this attached mm-hmm. to Frodo, or is this separate? Is it just? Why does it come to be now? And I thought that it also said that that uh, Sam, uh, Pippin, and Mary were glowing, but it says he turned, and there in the cold glow, he saw lying beside him. It doesn't say that they also had that same mm-hmm. effect. Right. So I, I, I guess I mistook it that I thought that they were all feeling that way, and it was from the they're just deathly pale. Sure. Yes. And dressed in white, like they were, you know, corpses. Right. Hmm, exactly. Interesting. So I, don't, I, yeah, I don't know what that is. Right, but isn't they're they're dressed hmm. up kind of in like this ceremony, right? So we talk about yeah, um, Sam, Pippin, and Mary. Right, they've got they've got rings yeah, on their fingers. Yeah, yeah, gold chains were about their waists. Right, as you said, their uh, swords lay on their sides, shields were at their feet, but across their yeah. three necks lay one long naked sword. Ready to make that cut, man? Ready to slice all the throats at once? Wow, but Maybe. are they dead here? Well, like what's going on? Well, what happens next is we have it. Does it seems like it's not the deed isn't done, right? Mm-hmm. Because Frodo kind of stops. We we've got this hand that reaches in. Mm-hmm. Right, jumping ahead too far. No, you're you're right there. Yeah. So well, well, actually, suddenly a song began. Uh, uh, began. There's a cold murmur rising and falling. Yeah. This thin voice. So this yeah. voice of this Ritual. White. There you go. Yeah, we actually get sort of it. It kind of comes to shape, and I almost imagine that he's. It's it's hard to figure out proximity. Where, where is this creature at? Right. Do you feel lost? Like, do you know exactly where he's at? I don't really no, know uh-uh. that it gives you any no, no, indication no. of no, that. No, no, it's very disorienting. Yeah. So I, I get that he's laying on this on this stone slab, and I guess on the floor are his friends, right? Yeah, and well, that's a great point because it says here, out of the formless stream of sad but horrible sounds. So formless. Mm-hmm. So it's it's everywhere and it's nowhere at the same time. Strings of words. Uh, would now and again shape themselves grim hard cold words heartless and miserable the night was railing against the morning of which it was bereaved and the cold was cursing the warmth for which it hungered yeah god dude mr wordsmith frodo was chilled to the marrow chilled to the marrow caught in a barrow escape is narrow yeah i mean that's it that's it that's right yeah um so, anyways, yeah, this this song becomes clearer and clearer, and it changes it to an incantation, right? So, yeah. some, you're right. Like this, this ritual is about to go down, man. Yeah. What's up? Just I don't know, man. The, the realization that they were going to be sacrificed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> kind of crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of crazy. I mean, that's like. Mm-hmm. They the, and and Frodo thought his journey was done, man. He thought it was, and he was like, this is how my adventure ends. He hasn't had that thought yet. He didn't think that with the Black Riders. Right. right. He didn't think it uh, at any other point so far. He thought that this was the end. 
it's just interesting that this is like this is not in it's not in the movies mm-hmm. and it was yeah. pretty pretty significant for this character right yeah let's read let's at least read the do the, it the, the spell or yeah whatever. let's do it uh cold be the hand and heart and bone and cold be sleep under stone never more to wake on stony bed never till the sun fails and the moon is dead in the black wind the stars shall die and still on gold here let them lie till the dark lord lifts his hand over dead sea and withered land god uh sounds pretty sounds like some dark stuff's going on yeah the dark lord right yeah so yeah i uh, just thought that was interesting to very interesting take in um now He's petrified. He's getting his courage up. He raises himself on one arm, looks over, he sees this pale light. Um, they're kind of, uh, they're in kind of a passage, which which uh, behind them turned a corner. And around the corner, a long arm was groping. Yeah, this is the part that freaked me out. Well, dude, this is just so weird to like imagine and think about. So they're in this room. He yeah. hears this down the corner. <laughs> yeah. Right around down this hallway. And then he sees this arm coming around it. Correct? Okay. Yep. And walking on its fingers towards Sam, who was lying nearest, and towards the hilt of the sword. Dude, I have I have written next to this. Just gross. Him. Yeah. Just gross. It's like a Mr. It's like a, a cousin it hand. I mean, it's obviously attached to an arm, but it's using its fingers to walk towards right. them. Yeah. Gotta yeah. be groping for that sword, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so at first, uh, Frodo felt that he had indeed been turned to stone um, by, that, yeah, uh, by incantation. that incantation. Yeah. And then a wild thought of escape. This is bizarre, man. Overtakes him. Uh, he wondered if he put on the ring, whether the bear white would miss him, and he might find some way out. He thought of himself running free over the grass, grieving for Mary and Sam and Pippin, mm-hmm. but free and alive himself. Gandalf would admit that there had been nothing else he could do. So you talked about this is the ring maybe having an influence on him of this rationalization of... You know, it's the only thing I could do. Even Gandalf would agree. Right, doesn't it seem Gotta like... Gotta save myself. Doesn't that seem like... It does, because it doesn't things, really sound like Frodo. But then we were wondering, why wouldn't the ring want to get into the hands yeah, of this... You brought that up. Barrow White. Yep, and that's a really interesting... So, so are they... Are they rogue, in a sense? Like, yeah. I mean, they, they've been awoken, and they're, they're evil spirits. Right, uh, but, but they can't be ruled. That's what yeah, I'm wondering. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Because you know, wouldn't the ring want to return to them? Or, or go to them? Yeah. As an easier route of getting to, yeah, and really it is kind of unknown as to what the Barrow Whites are, yeah, and you know really what I don't know. Yeah, we know who set them in motion. Yes, you're right, but, but we, we don't, don't know... Really know exactly who or what they are, <laughs> right, and, or who they're beholden to. And I get that. Yeah, sure. Thanks for bringing us into the it's fold a little here. foggy. But if we get the ring, it's ours. You know what I'm saying? I right. Don't I don't know. Um, and I just don't know if that maybe wasn't the way that the the ring had intended to go to the yeah. Dark Lord. It seems sure. like it also seems like too. Um, they're still in Tom's land, and mm-hmm. I think the ring maybe knows that now. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Don't you think yeah. the ring's alive? And and the ring, oh, absolutely. When it encountered Tom Bombadil, was like, oh shit. Well, I mean, the, <laughs> you know, if you, like, if you take it literally, the ring is Sauron. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, so it's it's his. It's as much him as the physical him was him. So uh-huh. yeah, he, yeah, and I Tom, agree. Yeah, he knows what's going on. Tom's very dismissive. It's whatever. Yeah. It's, it's a ring. Cool. Yeah, that's right. I get sorry. You know, got nothing, bro. Yeah. So that makes me think too. It's maybe possibly this land and this this treasure that comes into 
this land mm-hmm. is hoarded and kept mm-hmm. and it doesn't go anywhere seen, else not seen for years right, right. tom thousands yeah of years almost remembers perhaps a, when he gets later on he gets into some of the treasure and almost remembers i believe a first age or second age individual yeah you know yeah. so who its original owner was right yeah right um man good points dude the courage that had been awakened in him was now too strong he could not leave his friends so easily uh he wavered groping in his pocket and then uh fought with himself again so there you go man that is the ring and the, yeah. the, the ring is pulling it back yeah. to the pocket no 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 wait 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 you know yep um and then as he did so, the arm crept nearer. Also interesting too, right? That there's this there's this arm creeping into the room and he's having to fight his own arm from creeping into his pocket yeah. and getting the ring. Good call. That's a weird kind of like parallel. No, you're right. That's you're right. interesting. You're right. You're right. Very interesting. Um, so anyways, um, he's hardened. He seizes the, 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 the sword that was lying beside him uh, and kneeling, he stooped low over the bodies. Mm-hmm. Of his companions, and with what strength he had, he uh, he cuts off this arm. Cuts it off, dude. Yeah, near the wrist. <laughs> like, wh- how long is this arm? <laughs> how long is this? I know. Like, I don't understand what's really happening. Is, is he's reaching around the corner into this room? Mm-hmm. Was it like a shadowy figure the arm that was coming in? Like, or maybe it was just there was a shaft that was close that kind of reached in. You keep talking. I I have an illustration. Okay, sure. I have an illustration. Yeah. I'm going to get up, and I think it. Yeah, I mean, because it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So, so anyways, um, he, he he cuts off this wrist. Hand is broke, but at the same moment, the the sword splintered up to the hilt. So there's there's this shriek, and the light vanished uh, in the dark. There was a snarling noise, and so that's making me think um, that, like, what is it? What does this? Why can't the Barrow White, like, be fully in the room, I guess. Yeah, Lane's about to show me a, an image here. Okay, okay. Okay, touch your, touch your, um, let me see that real quick. It's a big yeah, enough for I you. see it. I just don't, man. I know, it's, it's, it's a cumbersome description. Like, why put them in there if you can only reach your arm in to get them? Great point. I don't know, it's just. I don't know. Anyways, it just seems kind of strange to me. Um, so, so anyways, Rohan, do we know that that's a. Do we know that that's a barrel white? Yeah, it is. We do know from later on. Sorry. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder if there's more creatures. Okay. Um, so Frodo, he, he falls forward over Mary. Uh, Mary's face felt cold all at once. Um, back in his, his mind, um, he, sort, he starts to kind of remember that, hey, you know, if Tom said that he's, if, if he's ever in trouble, um, they kind of, he, he taught them a, a, a rhyme. Yeah. To it's true that it comes him. to him. Just now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it could have come to him. Wait, he's been in danger for a while. It comes to him now. Right. Like he's almost kind of defeated a lot of this evil on his own. But it's it's because his friends are, I mean, they're not, they're like non-responsive. Right, exactly. You know? Exactly. Interesting. All right. All right, we take it. So, hey, we we get in this one? Oh, let's get it, baby. Ho oh, Tom Bombadil, Tom Bombadillo, by water, wood, and hill, by the reed and willow, by fire, sun, and moon, hearken now and hear us. Come, Tom Bombadil, 
for our nearest need. Our wow. need is near us. Wow, dude. <laughs> it's Friday the 13th. Oh, God. I'm in a fog. But uh, so anyways, they remember it. And he it actually says that there's this, uh, I think when he starts to sing, you know, he gets, as soon as he says the name Tom Bombadil. Yeah. Uh, his his voice grows. Yeah, it in, says right. Strength. Yeah, it says right before that, and his voice began. Oh, Tom Bombadil, with that name, his voice seemed to grow strong. Oh, Tom Bombadil. Yeah. yeah, it had a full and lively sound, and the dark chamber echoed as if to, as if to drum and trumpet. So yeah. this dark, scary place even turns into uh, a piece of the song that's calling Tom. I don't know, man. That's pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. That's just that just speaks to the power of Tom. I mean, unbe- it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And then I love that. Uh, not too long after that, you know, Tom Tom answers and he says, yeah. "Oh, Tom Bombadil is the merry fellow, bright blue his jacket, jacket is, is, and and his boots are yellow." <laughs> so, you know, he he's he shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 back. Yep, and. You know, we get into the idea of time and like how in the world it took them all morning to get to the the stone. And then they get lost. And then, you know, so he's there in an instant. Right. Right. So. And he comes through a trap cool. door. Pretty cool. Well, again, it goes back to what, um, you know, so, some of the folks in the group were saying, you know, that um, the river daughter, you know, that she's. Mm-hmm. Right, the the the, the riverbed and, and and the river and the water and things like that, and he's of the earth, mm-hmm. you know, right. and that he pops up out of. The he's ground. the father of all dwarves, probably. Probably, probably, yeah, probably, yes. probably, yeah. oh, absolutely. I, yeah, um, fact check it. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, he's there, and mm-hmm. uh, and this is this is you know this is fun. You got some stuff underlined there for this part. Yeah, just the description was cool. A, a low door-like opening appeared at the end of the chamber beyond Frodo's feet, and there was Tom's head, hat, feather, and all, framed against the light of the sun, uh, rising red behind him. So there you go. That's interesting, too, that the, the sun is coming up right as this is happening. Very, very interesting. The light fell upon the door and upon the faces of the three hobbits lying beside Frodo. They did not stir, but the sickly hue had left them. So immediately, as he's there, sure. this enchantment starts to break. Life is, yeah. Yeah, restored. They looked now as if they were um, only very deeply asleep. Tom stooped, removed his hat, and came into the dark chamber singing. Get out, you old white, vanish in the starlight. Shrivel like the cold mist, like the winds go wailing. So wailing again. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, yep. Out into the barren lands, far beyond in mountains. Never uh, Come never here again. Leave your barrel empty. Lost and forgotten be. Uh, darker than the darkness, where gates stand forever shut till the world is mended. Chimini. Gates, Christmas. Oh, I know. Huh. I know. Yeah, interesting. Exactly. Portals, maybe. We've talked about gates and portals. I know, man. You know? And so, it's where just gates, a weird. It's a weird area. It is. Where Super gates bizarre. Stand forever shut until this this world be mended. Mm-hmm. Um, Chimini. A lot there. We There's, could make an episode out of that. Just that song. Yeah, we 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 could. Um and it does here's another thing. I'm not going to say that that Tolkien went this far or whatever, but you know, we've talked about our own faith and stuff and um just the way we were raised and stuff and the story that comes to me is like going into um you know, you've got Lazarus. 
going in oh, to wake yeah. the dead. I yeah. mean, yeah. that's why I asked earlier, are they dead? Like, does he come in and he yeah. he wakes the dead? It's just crazy. It's just some some crazy parallels you can draw to yeah. time. And you could yeah. draw other ones that I'm not even thinking of that that are completely that's the that's why people love this character. Yeah. That's yeah. why they rave over him. That's why, you know, it's like there's so much fun you can have um with him. Yeah. He's all he, things he, to all men, isn't he? The, the, the reason he reminds me of, you know, you mentioned that Robin Williams might, might have been the guy that would, would have played him. He wanted and, to. It, right. Yeah. And Robin Williams was the genie. Yeah. And you imagine like a genie who just has these powers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who can do all these different things. Yeah. It's, that's what he kind of reminds me yep. of too. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, um, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, oh, this was very interesting. So at, after, he, after he sings the song, there was a cry. And part of the inner end of the chamber fell in with a crash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then there was a long trailing shriek fading away into um, unguessable distance. And after that, silence. Yeah. So it makes me think he just banished this white. Banished. Gone. Yeah. Destroyed. Like or, t- or returned to rest or I don't know, whatever. Whatever you do to spirits, it's been exercised. But is it? Exercise your demons. Get them out of here. <laughs> um, but isn't it interesting that Tom, like his powers are singing? And yeah. power of word. Mm-hmm. He's not swinging a sword. He's not no, saying. Doesn't need it. You know, it's just like he's just singing. So if he took on Sauron, would it be a rap battle? That's my question. Yeah, it probably would be. But anyways, <laughs> it's just super interesting. Okay, it is. No, it is. I'm sorry. I wasn't yeah. trying to make light of no, that. I know no, it's amazing. I know. Uh, let's see. Too got to get out on the clean grass. He says, "Let's get out of right. here. Get out of here." Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, um, let's see. oh, dude, this is gross. When they leave. Uh, Frodo sees a severed hand wriggling still like a wounded spider. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's just still there, that hand. Right, right, right. And also their, gar- their garments here, this is interesting, they're mm-hmm. in different clothes, right? Yeah. And they, when they come out of here, they've got, uh, I think Tom goes back in to get the gold, silver, and all the the, the jewels and yep. the rings and the treasure, yep. essentially. Gets it out. That's right. Um, so let's see. Oh. What in the name of wonder, began Mary, feeling the cold and circlet uh, that had slipped over one eye. And then he stopped. A shadow came over his face and he closed his eyes. Of course, I remember. And this is where you said, uh, if you see where I'm at here, he's mm-hmm. talking about, um, uh, you want to finish that for me? So then, Yeah, you said the men of, of Karn Doom uh, came on us at night and we were worsted. Ah, the spear in my heart. He clutched at his breast. No, no, he said, opening his eyes. What am I saying? I've been dreaming. Where did you get to, Frodo? Yeah. Just interesting. Dropping that that knowledge of the men of Karn Doom. Right. It's ancient stuff. Well, and it's almost like, you know, the, in, in their dreams, you know, they've been, uh, you know, visited by they, the dead. Right. I wonder how long they thought they were, or how long that dream felt, talking of time. Sure. How long they felt like they were in that dream. It's also interesting, too, right? Tom does it again. He wakes them up by singing. Exactly, he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wake now, my Mary loves. Yeah. Wake and hear me calling. Yeah. Okay. Um, Dead hand is broken. It's like very literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, 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 I should have finished the song. You know, night under night is flown, and the gate is, is open. open. Yes. So maybe the gate also is just this enchantment as well, mm-hmm. right? Maybe, sure. Yeah. Sure. It's, yeah. Sure, it's a portal. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't write these things, guys. It's Tolkien. Right. All right. Take it up with him. So, so yeah. go to the Barrow Dance. Yeah. Back into the garb. Sam is all interested in you. Know, where are my clothes? <laughs> uh, so yeah, we get we get some more nudity coming up here. 
Right. Um, and then Tom says, you won't find your clothes yeah. again. Yeah. Tom said, bounding down from the mound, laughing as he danced around them in the sunlight. Uh, one would have thought that nothing dangerous or dreadful had happened. And indeed, the horror faded uh, from their hearts just based upon what just, Tom was. Just by looking at him. Yeah. Just yeah. looking at him and the, and that whole ordeal where they thought they were going to die, they were doomed, they were petrified, three of them were knocked out, gone. Like it never even mm-hmm. happened. Pretty yeah, interesting. Exactly, exactly. And Tom gives him a little perspective here. He says, you know, you found yourselves again and out of the deep water. Um, clothes are but little loss if you escape from drowning. Be glad, my merry friends, and let the warm sunlight uh, heat your heart and limb. Cast off these cold rags, run naked on the grass, while Tom goes a-hunting. Right, and so I think he goes and gathers some stuff for him and um, gets the provisions. Did you think it was interesting, too, that he, he compared that experience with the Barrow Whites to drowning in deep water? Is mm-hmm. it, did he use that analogy because that's what hobbits fear most? What do you think about that? Yeah, that's a good. That's Maybe a good I mean they weren't. They clearly weren't literally drowning. I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting. I'm like, hmm. All right. Well, the fog has got that yeah, water like okay. you know. Yep, sure. Um, drowning in the fog. Okay. Uh, I don't know. You know, that's good. That's a good point though. I like it. It's just interesting. Yeah. Deep waters. They talk about it. yeah. It's, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's move on here just a bit. Kind I mean, let's just up. move. Let's let's speed it up to you. Yeah. Know, the, uh, Please do. The, the hobbits ran around for a while in the grass, as he told them. Then they lay basking in the sun with the delight of those that have been uh, that have been wafted suddenly from bitter winter to a friendly clime, or of people that, after being long ill and bedridden, wake one day to find that they are unexpectedly well and the day is again full of promise. Yeah. So just little these little naked hobbits laying down and sunbathing and running and frolicking in the in the wonderful. Beautiful. Yeah. Son. Presence of Tom Bombadil. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Just waiting on their clothes. Yeah. So, um, and to kind of move through some of this a little bit because we're running a little short on time here, but four hours. It's been four hours. Yeah. Uh their ponies. Their their, their ponies come back yeah. and and they uh they're named now. That's right. Which is cool. Very really cool. cool. Really cool. Um, and then Tom's horse, uh Fatty Lumpkin. Is sort of cool. sort of the shadow facts of ponies, right? Right. Yes. I mean, right. Yeah. And um, larger, stronger, and fatter mm-hmm. than their ponies. And he talks about how the ponies, you know, like they knew the right way. Yeah. They're simple. You know, didn't they, they go? They, yes, that's right. That's it, right. And their hearts weren't weren't prepared for. You know, they weren't made for facing down Barrow Whites. Yeah. You know, come on, hobbits. What are you doing? But you know, they know they found their way. And uh, they met up with Fatty Lumpkin. They his, went straight his to pony. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And he was able to calm him down. Yeah. And uh, so, anyways, Tom, Tom decides, hey, I'm going with you guys. Yep. So, I'm going to get you guys Gotta at get least. get my borders. Yeah. Yeah. I can't be having any more of this craziness. <laughs> right. right. You guys have got stuff to do. Well, we and also don't know what. that, too. And we don't know what we, what we disturbed Tom from. Maybe he was having a good time. Exactly. He probably was. He probably was. I mean. Yeah. But. So. Uh, so he, and he says he wants to get back. He's got, I've got to keep his house up. He's got things that he has to do. He's, you know, so he's going to take them. Uh, they're delighted to hear this and they yeah. thank Tom, you know, many times, but he laughed and he said, uh, they were so good at losing themselves that he would not feel happy until he had seen them safe over the borders of his land. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he goes on to talk about the things he has to do. Uh, Tom has his house to mind and Goldberry is waiting. Always. So I get back to Goldie. All right. 
Um, Tom gives them some provisions here at the end. And they um, get these important uh, yeah. his daggers. The daggers were pretty cool, from right? Westernese. That's right. Yeah, they were ancient and very important. Um, sharp blades are good to have if Shire folk go walking east, south, or far away into dark and danger. Then he told them these blades were forged many long years ago by men of Westernese. Uh, they were foes of the Dark Lord, but they had overcome, uh, I'm sorry, but they were overcome by the evil king of Karn Doom in the land of Angmar. Mm -hmm. Few now remember them, Tom murmured, yet still some go wandering, sons of forgotten kings walking in loneliness, makes me think of somebody, guarding the, uh, guarding from evil things, folk that, oh my gosh, guarding from evil things, folk that are heedless. Right. And then right after that, they have, a, they have a vision, don't they? They do. Yeah. And so there's also kind of like a little foreshadowing for someone we're about to meet as well. Sure, it is. Um, yeah. yeah. Someone, someone, a big character that we're kind of introducing this idea of the men of the West and also the Rangers and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. So the ancient powers of, of, of men. Right. Um, now, one thing we don't want to pass over uh, is the is the brooch, the thing that uh, Tom pulled out, the, the jeweled, uh, the... the um, brooch set with uh, blue stones. He oh chose gosh, this. Gosh, I missed for, that. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. He chose this for himself, and um, so he looked long at it. Wait, as where if, is this? Right before what you read. It's just right before it, a couple paragraphs. He looked long at what he um, at it, as if stirred by some memory, shaking his head and saying, "At last, here is a pretty toy for Tom and for his lady. Fair was she who long ago wore this on her shoulder." Goldberry shall wear it now. Oh my gosh! And we will not forget her. Holy crap! Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. The order, yeah, it's it's either 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 or. Oh no, that's amazing. both are significant, and it's like so we get these references to that that old you know ancient times. Wow. So, but anyways, we can you guys can speculate. I know some of you um, are, are pretty savvy and you know the ancient histories and stuff, yep. so can kind of fill us we in on who you to. think. Let us know. Yeah, who you think that might be. I've seen a lot of speculation online, so yeah. interested to hear there. Um, but at last, they're off um, with their ponies, and um, they're they're heading um, up and down again, and he's got them headed the right way. They go over the names. You know, um, they talk about how uh, Fatty Lumpkin was there to... This is why I skipped ahead, and this yeah. is the part where he's kind of talking about how, you know... Uh, they got back to him or whatever. Yep. Um, so they climbed down through the dike, through the gap in the wall, and then Tom turned due north, uh, for they had been bearing somewhat to the west. The land was now open and fairly level, and they quickened their pace, but the sun was already sinking low, when at last they saw a line of tall trees ahead. So there's those tall trees that Mary was you know, looking at in the beginning there. Um, and so they're getting close to the road. Um, they rode down the bank and looked up and down. There was nothing to see. Um, well, we're here at last, said Frodo. I, I suppose we haven't lost more than two days by my shortcut through the forest. <laughs> but perhaps the delay will prove useful. It may have put them off our trail. Yeah. And you thought this was interesting because what are the reactions? Wait, oh, we're bringing up the... Right, they hadn't even thought about the, the, the Black Riders. The others looked at him. The shadow of fear of the Black Riders came suddenly over them again. Ever since they had entered the forest, they had thought chiefly of giving back to the road. Only now, when it lay beneath their feet, did they remember the danger which pursued them. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was yeah. like this real, it's like, oh, God. Yeah. We forgot about that. We forgot about that. Thanks, Frodo. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. so that's pretty neat. And then we get to this point um, where Tom's giving some, some last advice. Yeah. And 
he gets to, um, you know, the, the borders of his country. How can I say the borders of his uh, country mm-hmm. in which he's defined? Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he tells defined, them, but not held. Right. And he tells them to head on to, to Bree and to seek out um, um, Prancing Pony. Name? The Prancing Pony, right. Uh, yeah. Barlam and Butterbur. There it is. Yep. Yeah, thank you. And speaks highly of him, doesn't he, a little bit? Oh, I yeah. Think he's, he speaks highly of him. He's a worthy keeper. That's what he calls him. Yeah. Uh, Gandalf also, uh, we learn later, was a big fan of Barlam. Right. Yeah. Now, my question to you, and you, you brought this up to me, actually, so I'll just um, yeah. kind of let you go on this tangent here. But So, Tom's been over his borders? Sounds like it. He's been debris. I mean, there's just there was this. Or did this guy come into his borders? There's this idea that that maybe that uh, Tom is bound to a certain area. Um, But if he's at his borders and he's talking about, you know, obviously having clearly, I mean, the the way I read this is he's been to the Prancing Pony. He's had some beer there. He's he's met Barlaman. He's he's been debris. So if he's at his border now and he's been somewhere beyond it. Then to me, the whole thing of being bound to an area isn't um it's not it's not a binding thing the way we think it. It's it's like he would just much rather be in his home. It's a choice. Right. Yeah. It's very, very similar to like how hobbits feel about I just want to stay in the Shire. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go out beyond my borders. The hobbits aren't bound to the Shire, clearly. Mm-hmm. They go all over the place. If you're a Bucklander, you wander farther than those of you know being in Hobbiton. But um yeah, it's not. It's not like he's res- the way I take it anyway. Is he's not restricted to that area. Now it's because of his love for Goldberry, his love for his home that he chooses to mm-hmm. spend all of his time there. Right, and, and I think you know one could make the case too. It's like okay, maybe he can physically walk across his borders and things like that. Yeah. But does his power go with him? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm just saying, you know, like, yeah, it's like, a good question. It's a good. It's a good point it's a good question but i think it does how would you separate the two that's i don't what think I he, know. that's what i'm saying i yeah. i think that would be weird i mean i guess maybe I magical that, realm well i get that he maybe has there's something you know that he's defined his borders it's sort of like a kingdom of his yeah that he has true. right that's true and it has borders right and he's he is powerful and he maintains up to this point mm-hmm. and just has no desire to maintain right. further i don't Believe. know yeah but i thought it was interesting like you said that's that very he's, interesting. he's been there so um, so yeah, they, they mount their ponies. They rode off silently into the evening. Darkness came down quickly. Um, and, uh, they're off. They're heading into Bree. We have some hope too, because there are hobbits. Yes. In Bree yes. Land. And Mary mentions that, doesn't he? That's right. That's yeah, Mary, right. Mary seems He calls to it the pony. Right. He's been there before. Yeah. He's been there before. Been to the pony, boys. <laughs> Ride the pony. <laughs> oh, Good chapter, goodness. man. Yes. Holy absolutely. cow. I know. Wild. I told you. One o'clock you. in the morning, folks. I told you we would we would do it. That was great, though. That was that was uh, yeah, absolutely beautiful. Getting lost in the in the Barrow Downs, absolutely. scary. One of the scariest chapters so far, I'd say. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. It oh, was yeah. a lot of fun. So, yeah, all right, let's uh, let's get into any. Um, I think we've kind of gone over our cool connections in that, like, yeah, we talked about the histories and and yep. things like that. So I don't know really that there's much more to elaborate on there. I think there is. Um, so, oh boy, the yawning's coming back. <laughs> My turn. Wow. The yawn ring. Don't forget to the rule yawning. <laughs> the yawn ring. All right, so this is the Byrider Post. We got uh, an awesome uh, personal story from Hannah Woolbright. 
So I'm just going to read this as. Is that cool? Yeah, absolutely. Finders keepers. I posted this over in, uh, sorry, sorry. I posted this over at an old post on the main Facebook page. There you go. That's I where we were trying it. to find it. I so I figured it. I would share it over here instead. Hi, I just discovered your podcast. I have a really weird Tolkien story. I watched the old animated movies when I was a kid. As I got older, I remember two of the songs, Frodo of the Nine Fingers and Where There's a Whip, There's a Way, and how the ring was destroyed from the old movies. My uncle had an old box set with the trilogy. In middle school, I tried to read them. Harry Potter had gotten me into fantasy, but I struggled with the pace and the reading level. It took me a while to get uh, to get good at reading because of my dyslexia. I got to the chapter in The Prancing Pony and then stopped. Then, in the summer before ninth grade, I watched Fellowship at a dollar theater. Remember when those existed. Yeah, that was awesome. I was hooked. Naturally, of course, I still remember the end of the series. Oh, well. The stories I was writing uh, started having elves and dwarves. Uh, I tried to read Fellowship again, but I still struggled with the pacing. Finally, I decided to start with The Hobbit instead, and I read that no problem. That made reading the trilogy easier. By the end of that year, I had read all of the trilogy. In 10th grade, I struggled through the Silmarillion, Everyone's name is so similar. Yeah. I haven't gotten there myself. You're doing better than me. Mm-hmm. I also memorized and recited the whole of the morning song for Boromir for drama class. That is so cool. I am, in fact, a total nerd. After that, I put the books away and I haven't read them since. However, I have seen the movies a ton. I got the extended edition and I have watched them too many times. I've probably seen the nine-hour behind the scenes even more, though. My favorite rewatched as, wow, I'm sorry. My last rewatched as probably three or four years ago. I made my poor college roommate watch them. I only own the extended editions at that point. That's the only edition to own. Mm-hmm. So you're fine. Yep. Yep. I've seen all the Hobbit movies, uh, but not more than once. Actually, what got me into a Tolkien mood was playing the Hobbit Lego game. I played Lord of the Rings game as well, but I think it was too connected with the movie to trigger a desire to revisit the books. Anyway, I've discovered your podcast at the perfect time. It helped me get even more uh, from and really learn to love the books. I am uh, going, wow, sorry. I'm going to read along with you. I actually watched the old Hobbit animated film with my boyfriend today, and it was hilarious slash amazing. Sorry for writing such a long thing. No apologies necessary. You know, I mean, Hannah, you could apologize, though, for putting it on the very (laughs) I couldn't find it. Okay, so I'm just kidding. We had to take I'm a, kidding. We had to take a break. We had to take and a break. And I had to, to had to dig that out. I literally. I, had a, I found she, it in two seconds. She moved it. She moved it. And so well, I, was I like, just did a search. Yeah, Lane's Lane knows it. Okay, whatever. I don't know anything technologically, but I got as on that one. Well, here's the thing, guys. It's lead. It's led us to a, a it because we get um you know new people, uh listening and and wanting to send in their you know wanting to join the community and yeah and, and, and join the discussion and i love that yeah and in your stories that is such a good story and I, I love hearing that and we've heard people um you know tell their stories about how they bonded with a family member or a significant other or overcame um, a struggle with reading exactly exactly through these books it's pretty or, amazing or just hard times in life yeah you know i, mm-hmm. I think back to uh, uh i'm friends with nicole whitaker mm-hmm. and just some of what she's gone through in yeah. life and how don't forget the know, sniffing exactly don't forget right. it nicole and it, it it's what it can get you through in life yeah. and, and i think that it's you know it's been that for me uh in different uh areas of my life so i love hearing those but i guess my my plea here and what i'm what i'm pushing is it's hard to kind of find these sometimes and uh lane and i are like 
we spend a good 15, 20 minutes, actually maybe longer than that, gathering those, like, which 15, is a great, days. guys, yeah. hear me out here. It's a great, great thing. So it's, oh, it it's not like a bad, but, but we're afraid we're going to miss some. Is, and we, we are missing stuff. We, we are. And that's what we don't want to do. And so that's why also we want to do the Bywater Post episodes yeah. is so we can dedicate it just to that. Right. But yeah. but for the time being though, I think yeah. that's going to be probably a summer project. But yes. what I would like to uh, do is if we if you if we have not read your story and it was posted somewhere, uh, please shoot us an email. Like just copy and paste Perfect. it, or Perfect. if you don't mind to retype it, um, if you send it an email, I have a folder that is literally just labeled Bywater Post and it's it's Tolkien stories and there's yeah. stories about how you got into, um, you know, Lord of the Rings, yeah. and, and the Hobbit and stuff yeah. like that. So uh, please send those to an unexpected pod at gmail.com and we'll make sure like i said it'll go right in the folder i've got a red folder and an unread folder and that keeps us on better track and that way we, we won't worry about losing because they get buried in the threads you know uh just takes away I mean, my mac almost just caught on fire <laughs> trying to <laughs> get to the bottom of that as his fingers are smoking it's an old mac it's it's uh it's really old um but anyways so thank you hannah though we yes, really do we really do appreciate yeah, it beautiful. so all right my friend um Man, yeah, it's been it's been a ride tonight. Yes, it has been. Yeah, it's, it's we're wonderful. exhausted too, aren't we? We are, by the way. So we apologize. Yes, but, uh, if we yeah, especially myself. If I sound a little, bleh, I'm just tired. That's I will get better. He he's 13, guys. He's up it's way past his bedtime. Some, okay, it's all the hormones. Let's do real quick. Strawberries with cream. Sure. All right. Fog got the best of us this episode. We did. But as everyone wants to know, and I want to know too. What's your perfect weather? And tell us why it speaks to you. Did you write that? Are you serious? Molten hot days because I'm evil. <laughs> Let me tell you right now. Uh, I'm into cold weather. Okay. So you like wintertime, don't you? I love it. I yeah. Like I just too. don't. I like the fall and I like the winter, mm-hmm. you know. So when it gets hot, I like, you know, like snow. You like a lot of snow. No, I mean it's fine. I don't okay. it's, like if it's it, cool and crisp. Yeah, if it comes if snow happens to be there, cool, whatever, you know. I I'm the same way. I'm a sucker for a really good sky. So I usually get those <laughs> on cool, crisp days. She also has some sun coming through. Uh I love clouds. I actually love the different types of clouds. Mm-hmm. But my favorite is cirrus stratus. Those high, wispy, look like horsetail, just Freaking icy clouds! I just wish, yeah, wish yeah. you could just jump through and mm. eat. Yeah, I love those. Good. Uh, they're they're just beautiful. So anytime, like this morning, actually, I, I was walking into school. I looked up and I was like, "Oh my gosh, there's Cirrus Stratus." <laughs> got to take a picture. And I literally, I had my hands full. I said, "I was like, sir, I got to do this." I set all my stuff down because I don't have a window in my yeah. in my room anymore. So I took a picture of it, and it was just beautiful. Just yeah. these high wispy crisp clouds set against a blue sky i mean you could dream all day with those it's fantastic with that that's that sounds beautiful i like it. yeah i like it so all right guys um that's just me that's me that's just like that's just like okay strawberries with cream appreciate it if you guys have ideas for that too (laughs) send them our way ezra's fed uh, up with my ideas apparently so yeah, no. You know what? This is probably going to be our last podcast. It actually, it always just, they just get me. I never know what you're going to put in there. So it's always a surprise. So it's good. It's really good. All right. Um, we are going to uh, quickly share the load. 
I'd just like to mention that we have some stuff over on Patreon.com. Plenty of stuff. Uh, Plenty of stuff there. We've got some appendices stuff. This is about the time. We're not going to be able to film one tonight. Or film. film. (laughs) Record. We did one earlier. Yeah, we did. We did one earlier. We did one before we started. Right. Um, but uh, we get kind of slap happy and, you know, we've had a few uh, beverages and so we normally turn it right into, we'll hit, you know, end here and we'll turn on the appendices and we'll get after it. So that goodness is over on patreon.com. So please check that out. Check it out. All right. And also follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook at up talking, talking, and, um, that's it guys. We've, we've shared the load. We have shared a lot. Uh, yeah, we want to thank you for stepping off the road with us. Our next episode, we'll be digging deep into Chapter 9 at the Sign of the Prancing Pony. Mm. We're getting there, guys. Mm. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. You, that's going to be one of your favorites. Uh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready, ready to go. You're ready for... Get my boy in there. My boy. Let's get yeah. my boy in there, my king. <laughs> Call him up. Call him up. That's right. All right. Lefty. Uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, or leave a comment, or send us a shadow fax. We'll see you in a fortnight, and remember... Frodo lives. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.